3: What's up? What's up? What is What's up? up? What's up? What is up? What's up? I kind of was hoping for some reason it
1: was just going to be Aaron this time, which I actually kind of liked. I thought that was funny. All right, uh, welcome in. It is episode number. I didn't have enough warning in order to come up with a number of jobbing out. I'm uh, Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone. He's Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live, and he is, of course,
0: the main event. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right sausage castle wrestling champion sugar bear aj francis who oh there we go uh who we are very disappointed is with us and that's no different than any other week we're always very disappointed that he's with us because it means no you
0: shouldn't be disappointed at all
1: Okay, so let's I, let's I, talk about I it. Killed,
0: I killed the tryout.
1: Okay, so this is so. the deal. For those that don't know, uh, the internet found out after uh, you know you could have just listened to the show and known. Uh, AJ, of course, uh, had a tryout this weekend at the Performance Center. So let's let's go through it. Tell me about the weekend. Tell me how everything went down and what's the situation now for you moving forward. Um.
0: Well, I uh, the first day was just physicals. The second day was two sessions of in ring work. Um, I think they were surprised to see the shape that I was in for somebody my size. I did it. I was definitely keeping up, if not surpassing people that weighed a lot less than me in like conditioning drills and roll drills and things of that nature. Um, uh, they was, they all, a bunch of people, Santino came up to me and said it coach Bloom came up to me and said it. they were like, sh- they were like shocked about it because they had us do like ladder drills and be, like stuff that I would do. Literally every day for a living for years. And uh, like and my feet my footwork was crazy and they were like they couldn't believe that my footwork was so good as a big dude. Um like I kill I had I had the best promo and that's not just me saying that, that's like other people who gave promos were like, Yeah, you definitely had the best promo. So like afterwards I left feeling good and uh, I, I mean, truth be told, I think that i i don't have any this is not a me spoiling or anything like they haven't even sent me an email yet like in reference to how the tryout officially went because i actually had to leave the trial a day early to deal with some family issues with my grandmother oh. um but she's she's okay she okay, she woke right. up she's fine happy to hear that um but um i you know i hadn't even i haven't even heard anything back but after just being in the room and everything that we had to do like I feel like they're definitely gonna want to sign me.
1: Anything that surprised you about the whole thing?
0: Uh, it surprised me how little wrestling knowledge other people had for sure. Uh, oh. like, surprise, like I didn't surprise. I was there was just everybody was saying that they were wrestling fans, you know. And then were, like, there, were it, there like
4: random football players there that just couldn't name like five wrestlers?
0: Oh, was, oh my dude, there was a. So the last day I was there before I had to leave, um, they ended the day with a WWE like. Quiz, huh. and and it was like, uh, but the questions weren't hard. Like, uh, like can you tell us some you, of them? Yeah. So you had like, uh, it was like, what was what were Matt Bloom's name two of Matt Bloom's coach Matt Bloom's uh, names he wrestled under, and it was like, finish this sentence. It's time to play. <laughs> oh my
1: god! wow! Wow! Like, wow.
0: <laughs> wow. Like, it was like it was like if you uh, if you smell. Fire, get out
1: of the house. I mean, like, these are obvious answers. I can't believe nobody got it, right?
0: <laughs> like, uh so like uh it's funny because um like all the bunch of the other, but there were some hard questions like what was Sarah Amato's, oh well it was like what's what was uh what are the names of your coaches? And I put Robbie Brookside, uh, the assistant coaches. I said Robbie Brookside, William Regal, and i I put Lana Del Rey like an idiot. <laughs> oh. oh, dagger. <laughs> but they instead of Sarah Del Rey. Right. but they but but they gave me credit for it just because I put Del Rey so clearly I do it the time. All right.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> something to be said for that. You weren't <laughs> what you're saying is you weren't playing video games uh at the, <laughs> no. um, <in> the <laughs> no. um that is really so, funny.
0: yeah, know. so like you really It really went – like, I got to end up giving – they gave me 100 on the quiz, and I finished, like, five minutes before everybody else, and nobody else got 100. That's pretty
1: dope. That's pretty dope. You Um, know,
0: I I, I think all in all, like, it went really well, and I would not be surprised if they hit me up and said that they wanted to sign me. Because they they asked me a bunch of questions, like, they pulled me aside and were like, so are you ready for what this – job entails and i was like bro like i bought a house in orlando while i was still playing in nfl because i knew i was going to want to do this like i was like i sold my house that i bought in orlando because i knew once i signed with wwe i was going to want to live closer to the performance center like i'm all in on this and they they were like oh wow okay good answer yeah
1: right (laughs) and certainly closer to what they wanted to hear there's no doubt about that well, yeah, it was a good
4: good phrasing. you're all in on.
1: Uh, well, uh, that's another thing. That's another <laughs>
0: thing. All right, I could also be all in. That's you true, know. right?
1: You never know. It's, it all works out. That's the crazy part. You got to keep your options open. Well, that's dope. Who was the coolest coach to work with?
0: Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, coach Sarah is like really intimidating. She doesn't show you any like facial emotion. like at all. Like, you don't know if you did good or terrible at all at any point during when you were going Like, Coach Bloom will try to push you, and he'll talk shit, and he'll make – you know, he's like a football coach, and I like that. You know? Um, Coach Brookside was real cool. Like, he he wanted me to do things different than everybody else just to see if I could. Um, Like, everybody else wanted to see, like, quick-paced, fast rolls, and Coach Brookside was like – Nah, make sure you, I want you to do it like slow motion so I can see the full technique at once. And I was like, okay. You know, so I was able to do like that. And coach, I mean, what what, what do I have to say about William Regal? Yeah, mean, it's William Regal. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's William Regal. It's William Regal. So, like, it was real. All the coaches there were really dope. It was cool. I got to work with a lot of guys um, that are on NXT. They were like assistant coaches for the tryout. So it was cool. Oh, who else? Like out? who? But, yeah, dude, we're nerds. Uh, you understand? Fabian, okay. Uh, who? There, um... Who else was there? Uh Jesse was there. I don't know if you guys have seen Jesse yet, though. No.
3: Jesse um, from TNA?
0: No, Jesse Jesse uh, uh, she's like plays this nerd gimmick. I think she's only oh. doing I think she's only doing like house shows at NXT right now. Gosh, the floor, be highly, like the Florida shows. Yeah, she's doing the Florida shows and I think she'll be on NXT soon. Um, like all the refs were there. Uh, so it was, was really cool, man.
3: Was Drake ref
0: there? Uh yes, Drake Rough was there. Yes.
1: What about what about Jessica Carr? Uh Jess was there. That's cool. That's dope, man. That's really cool. Yeah, well, that's she awesome, was really cool. That's awesome. We will hope for the best uh when it comes to news. I, uh,
0: but I, honestly uh uh the strength coach is actually one of the coolest people there too. He was like uh he was like talking about like we have mutual people that uh he knows from the NFL that I played with and stuff. So like during the, like Earl Mitchell. Well, you all know Earl Mitchell, yeah. he's been on the show.
1: Yeah. and
0: uh earl was he was like oh earl ain't got no you earl <laughs> he says stuff like that he's funny though that's cool man
1: well that dude uh, everything about it is really cool obviously the experience has to be massive no matter what but we will uh we will root <laughs> like hell for that to lead to good news for you in the uh the coming weeks and if not then i'm sure it'll be you know not that long after that before you're getting that call so good stuff yeah. AJ. Um, Real quick, we have a great guest who's scheduled to join us, but I don't want to jinx it. Like, I'm really nervous about jinxing it for some reason. I'm that guy. I'm not a little stitious. I'm legit superstitious. So so I – shut up. I am – I'm not going to (laughs) say I enjoyed it, it, Glenn. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, AJ. (laughs) It's obviously my own original. Just came up with it, much like, uh, obviously, you know, our our friend Ben who came up with a very hilarious – uh kurt kangles joke all on his own i came up with great that great little, kurt kangles joke yeah, oh it was brilliant it was the joke of the year i Perfect similarly joke. came up with uh little stitches all on my own i came up with that myself um so i'm not Glenn, say, i'm just curious have you ever seen the movie spring breakers i have seen spring breakers yes okay just you know that's where that joke came from. oh excuse me <laughs> so, so no, no, they no. stole it from one No, no, no. They kind of traveled. No, no, you're actually conflating. You're, you're actually conflating two things. Theirs was suspicious. Oh, you're theirs right. was. Don't be suspicious. Which of course right. would be don't be suspicious. I of
0: course right. stole it. It
1: was
4: suspicious.
0: Boo! It was Boo! suspicious. Boo! You guys are all dorks.
1: Oh, it! was a great movie. It was a great movie. Nobody's arguing with that. <laughs> don't don't be spicious Or why spicious? That's what he said, right? Why spicious? Why are you suspicious, All right, Um, so uh, we'll get to that great guest hopefully a little bit later on in the show. Now, in the meantime, uh, much to discuss this week. I have a a simple question I want to lay out for you before we get to AJ's question. Um, Would we all agree, in general, uh, a match can be a great match, right? But are all matches better when there's a purpose for said match? Can we agree inherently about that? That when
0: the- I think that I think that can give the match the ability to be better, but I've seen plenty of matches that had absolutely no bearing that were incredible.
1: Not, not disagreeing with that, but it, you- it gives you give you get bonus points if it means that's, something. That's you start saying. with even, .5 instead even of if, zero. Even if you have an amazing match, couldn't even amazing match be slightly better if there's reason and motivation and purpose to said match? Indeed, or even even the finish can make a. Mediocre match, great. I don't he's, disagree with that. Don't disagree with that.
3: He, he's and, making and, and, a point
1: I'm, here about I'm, I'm, what they needed to do. Yeah, I'm building. <laughs> I'm building to something. You got an awful yeah. lot of time between pay per views here. You're building to a pay per view that we all love, right? In Money in the Bank. You know who the participants are going to be in Money in the Bank. Why in the fuck wouldn't you have some qualifying matches between this? unbelievably long time between pay-per-views that give matches that um, on their own could all be great from your very crowded mid card even another level by making them worth something because they're getting you in a money in the bank match why in the fuck wouldn't you have qualifying matches because they're dumb
0: because because they already knew who they wanted in it. <laughs>
1: but you, that's, well, they it always know who they wanted. <laughs> you can they know who they the wanted, and to. then have a match to get that person in it.
0: Like when, because, uh, when is Money in the Bank? Uh,
2: we have another
4: two, two, three, two or three, three Raws, two two Raws here's, ahead. Here's the problem: is you have a you know you just tell us who all the people are, and then you put the fucking people in the matches anyway. Right. So so you have a bunch of useless fucking matches when you could have had them be to get into the match.
1: I, I'm, I'm so, like this you is- You still have the matches, like they're still happening. Yes, you're gonna have weeks worth of the matches on television. And either you can do a lot of matches that are fine, and I won't take anything away, they're fine matches between performers that we enjoy. There's nothing wrong with what you do. But you have the option of saying, ooh, or we could have fine matches between performers that we enjoy that have a purpose at the end of them isn't that inherently better yes yeah okay. no no argument there well i mean this is then there we go that's jobbing out we'll see you guys who wants to get their plugs <laughs> now the, the only thing the only thing i'll
4: say the, the only the only thing i'll say is if let's see what we get in the next couple of weeks like what if what if they have a because there are a bunch of people that are sort of like conspicuous by their absence in these matches so what if it's like you know, Cesaro challenges someone next week for his spot. I,
1: I mean, and, well, Brandon, I agree with you, but you you can still do that even if that person doesn't already want a match, you know what I mean? Well, like, but not or, if
4: it burns two weeks of shows to get them well, into the match. But
1: why why couldn't you just have, you know, because presumably you
2: wouldn't have time to do literally, I guess it would be eight matches across the two shows for both the men and the women. So you could, you could space it out over the course of two weeks and you could have Cesaro versus... Uh, Andrade or not Andrade because they're on separate shows, but you know my point. You yeah. could have had that next week, anyways.
0: Right.
4: I mean to play, just to play a little bit of devil's advocate. Some of those end up being garbage because you have, you know, they'll put they'll put some really obvious, right, you know, it's I, like I Kurt think, Hawkins but versus. There, but I,
2: there were garbage matches this week. Anyway, that was the frustrating thing. It's one thing it was a like really great show and you you decided, okay, I can't fit these in. They weren't very good shows when it comes no. to No,
4: uh, I mean like I like, like I, I don't mean like that. I mean like like now there's the people that are in the match are against each other. So like in theory those are better than what we would have got, which is people a lot of people that you know for a fact wouldn't win. Uh, so that's the argument against but I, it. But right? I would you, you right, might have got a lot of
1: But what I led you with know, was I feel like there's so much less of that at this point because of what we talked about last week. Like the mid card is so crowded at the moment. Well, right, you but right at the risk of damaging those
4: people, like they're well, obviously you're already, you're don't want a Robert Rude to lose right now, or no, like Cesaro, or wasn't even, know, a, are, are, are we? Sure he wasn't even he on the show. Them? He wasn't even on the show, right? Well, no, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. Like they, I think their law, lo- that's their logic, is like if they can't put him on the show in a meaningful way, they just don't put him on the show, or not in a meaning in a meaningful way to them, which is like. Oh, him, him on the show, if he's on the show, he's losing. Like, let's just keep
1: him oh, off but the show. It's, OK, but I think you would argue that it's way worse for Robert Rude to not be in money in the bank well, than well, it is for him. I, I would argue that. Yeah. I, I mean, like, can we are all agree
0: logics. that Robert Rude is a better name?
1: I don't. Yes. I don't disagree well, with that. Yeah. Anyway. Ever we're since he was on.
0: Robert Rude the first
1: time. Yes. 100 yes, percent. We're all on board with that. But again, my point being, like, I think they've proven, you know, like they they had Ricochet lose a match, right? Like they've done this, and it we all agreed it wasn't the end of the world, and it was probably pretty smart to go about doing it that way. So I, I, I just I, while I hear that there are all there would be arguments, I can't come up with one that's a compelling argument for why you would do it, and it it just feels like a huge swing and miss when you're trying to compel people to watch your programming. For weeks, you would think that qualifying matches for Money in the Bank would be the type of thing that somebody would say, oh, that sounds like a really big deal, or at least a sort of big deal. Something more compelling than, you know, I don't even know what they would have been selling this week. Again, as you you pointed out, tag team matches involving people that were involved in, they're going to be in Money in the Bank, but whose matches have no bearing.
4: Although I will say it was cool to see Braun Strowman and Ricochet as a team. (laughs) That was that was kind of that that was fun. Yeah,
1: that was fun.
4: But you you,
2: you, you can do that. What are you? I guess that's what the normal setup for like the show before Money in the Bank. You're burning that here. What are you doing for the next two
4: weeks? Yeah, which yeah is a problem. And then uh, you know I don't know if we've burned enough of this. Like obviously we all think. Well, I don't. AJ's kind of whatever about it. But I think we all think this was a bad idea. But there's some other things <laughs> that kind of hey, came wait, out of nowhere. wait, question.
0: I didn't get to see Raw last week. Do you owe me
4: $20? No, you owe me $20. That is true. Bullshit. I forgot Roman about Rains that. Rowan Reigns was
1: not on Raw. No, nope. he's right. He's right. You <laughs> owe him 20 bucks. That's the way it goes, man. Sorry. <sighs> I'm glad yeah. that you brought it up because I completely forgot about it. Yeah, I did too. That's, <laughs> really,
4: funny. That's really funny, man. Sometimes Um, that confidence bites in the
1: ass, buddy. Yeah, right. I know.
0: Hey. (laughs) I mean, right. I'd rather rather be sunburned from being outside too long than be inside a closet. It
1: was not misplaced. Uh, I understood what he was doing. Uh, I would have bet on Brandon's (laughs) side. But again, I don't do the bets on this thing. Um, Look, I I guess we'll start with Raw coming out of this. We're all in agreement that it was a miss in general. Um, There's a lot of crap that's flying around right now as far as...
0: Brandon, your cash app is 814... Whatever there's after that.
4: Yeah. Boop. All right. Look at that. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. Look at that. Thank you, sir. Very nice. I done. will
1: enjoy a nice lunch on you tomorrow. Yeah, right. he's, getting, he's getting the guacamole tomorrow now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, buddy. All right. Um, raw in general. Uh, I, look, so there's two things. And again, I don't know if they matter. I don't know. The first thing is the ratings are abysmal. As we talked about before. In the past, we would hear something like that and say, "Oh, panic, freak out." As we just discussed, I don't know if that matters now. I don't know if they're freaking out about ratings or not, because as we keep talking about, they just sold a television show for 10 or for a billion dollars, and they're getting uh, uh, another billion for showing up in Saudi Arabia in a couple weeks and pretending they're not in Saudi Arabia. So I- what is Saudi Arabia? It's a, a plan, allegedly a place that exists that the WWE went to once upon a time and is scheduled to go back to, but they, they won't tell us whether or not they will. No,
2: they're going to Jeddah. They're not going either. to Saudi Arabia.
1: Uh, yeah. a- a- AJ, to
4: make it even better, guess who's going to be there? Hulk Hogan. Well, probably two, probably, but they didn't announce him. But no, he hasn't no. been announced yet. Goldberg is going to be there, yeah. there. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> You've been waiting for it. You've the
0: Undertaker
1: right. is going to be there.
4: Yeah.
0: But, so Goldberg, Brock Lesnar is going to be there. Goldberg is going to be there. Is Paul Heyman going to be there, too? I'm well, Brock Lesnar's going Brock to be
4: Lesner's there. Is going to be there, yeah, right. I I, I will
0: say this: is they're Cole getting a
4: billion dollars. They might be no. spending the billion dollars on the show. <laughs> well,
1: they're spending, there's no doubt they're spending a lot of money on the Saudi Arabia show. That part is true. Um, but I just don't. I, I don't know what to make of. It was not. I didn't think it was a particularly good Raw this week. Dude, can I, we talk about Shane McMahon? I <laughs> mean, what is there to talk about exactly? Where the
4: fuck did this come from? Like. We had a whole week where this was not a thing, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I probably came from them saying, "Yeah, it's it's a fair question. It's a fair question as if you were going to do this all along, why did you seem to abandon it and and have him move on, right?" Like reasonable Shane's question. Involved,
2: Shane's involved with two feuds on different shows right correct,
1: now. Correct. Yes.
2: Um,
1: I'm. I guess in a little so way, so it's
4: exactly what. So it's exactly what Glenn was saying a few weeks ago. We need
1: more Shane. <laughs> jesus christ yeah sounds about right god damn it like I, inherently i get the idea of just have Miz get his you know his heat back by beating shane a month later like i I, in, I like i don't think there's anything wrong with that's a sound decision to make hey you know you let shane win via sort of a wonky finish and so you know let Miz have his moment at the next pay-per-view right like in 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 theory, that works. Again, how you're getting there is definitely weird as shit. Nobody needs more Shane McMahon at the moment. I, I mean, it's... it's. I don't the even...
4: We, the week off is the weirdest thing. Because it was like they both had moved... They right. sort of like sh- showed it like they both had moved on to something else. I, you're and right. I, I, don't... It, I don't... And now right. Bobby Lashley. I mean, just like... <laughs> all of our favorite people are involved. But okay. Bobby Lashley is Shane's... Uh, Bobby without Leo making him even better. So, right.
1: so have you guys read about the Leo stuff? Yeah. Yes. I have not. All right. So again, the word is that Leo has been pulled from TV because he has been complaining about the direction of his character, and he thinks he should be a face, and they're not using him the right way. And there's other stuff. Supposedly, he's,
2: I mean, he's he hasn't he, been I mean, showing he, he, the he rookie is,
1: respect. Yeah. Is, so that that's he, a big
0: he is a he is a natural face, but he's really good as a heel though
1: well, I agree he's really good. um it's hard
0: it's hard for a for somebody that's like five foot six to be a heel on yeah. the main roster,
4: not with the mouth that he has.
0: I mean, I think- yeah, but it just it's just like, Who's he, but yet, he also with, hasn't been wrestling. he can legitimately go over on as a, like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
4: sure, he can't. You're right. I, I don't think he can wrestle as a heel because his style is well, and, a fake and, style. And Leo Rush but is he's really
0: good on the mic, so he should just suck on the mic more and then he'll probably get his what he wants.
1: So the word is that people seem to think they're going to send him back to NXT, which I, I think we're all good with that. Um, yeah, that would work. If we that, love that. Yeah, if that's what comes out of this, I think that's high fives all around. Um, obviously, it's not being on the USA Network every week, and so that's kind of a bummer. But I think for Leo, and I think for us, we would all call that a win. I think for well, him... Plus,
4: plus, with all the rumors with FS1 potentially getting some NXT um, in the future, uh, I mean, I know it's not a solid rumor, but like, there's places to go in NXT that that Uh, is not like again presumably horrible demotion
1: right and presumably at some point you're going down there to come back up right like this is not this doesn't feel quite like other guys getting sent out there where it's like we have no idea what to do with you so just go hang out for a little bit this feels more like a what you're doing isn't the best thing for you so let's go improve that at NXT like
4: if you're if you're on if you you get a a takeover match because like I mean let's most takeovers have four or five matches. If you're on a takeover match and you kill it, you're one match from being over and, okay. like We're over. Completely. Yeah.
1: Completely agreed. So I think that's a good thing for him.
2: Yeah, I mean the reasoning's concerning if if these rumors are true or whatever, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah. Overall uh, yeah. it probably would be a good thing.
1: Um so what do we make a guess of uh, Boy, I really don't know what to say about Raw. I really don't. Um it was a very blah it was weak. And and the stuff that
2: wasn't blah was the stuff that was annoying, like the USOs and the revival. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> I don't I have no idea what to make of that. That was
2: I'm I'm now, don't forget that also comes where the reports were earlier in the day the revival had turned down a contract
4: extension. So, so it's just like shit on the revival for the next two months?
2: Yeah, that's the question. Is it that or is it just, you know, coincidence?
0: Uh I mean, yeah, he, that's he awful. Does, I mean he does need to shave his back though.
4: <laughs> i
2: mean we we agreed the uses are heels for filming guys in the shower right i
1: mean that's you're
4: definitely not supposed to do that like but... and it was like out of no like this this was like so random It's just like they kept teasing this uh, like,
0: i don't know if you guys know this or not but the showers are a really big part of any penitentiary <laughs> oh, so that's what it was. You know Since know are In the penitentiary,
1: they have the right to do it. You know what? That's, that's not bad, dude. The, the, that,
0: the ain't bad. In the Uso that ain't so bad, bro. Yeah, I mean, it could have well, been, been way worse have the than getting right your back to let you go to the penitentiary. Good point. The
4: way the broadcast was teasing this, like the USOs have something that you've never seen before in the history of Raw. I mean, just. Uh, there's so much cheesy shit on this show it, this week.
1: Hey, it's hey, wait a Usos second!
4: It's Usos and the revival,
2: and they're somehow finding a way to make me not want to see it. That is, that is. Yeah. Shut up! That is not good. They're
0: not, they're not giving you any way to make you not want to see it. You might not I like don't, the storyline. I don't want
2: to see the segments if they're not wrestling. I don't want to see them. Okay, my point is, you you would pay how
0: much money to see the revival wrestle the Usos? Sure, but I just don't want to see anything exactly. around so it. So they're now? giving you what you want. <laughs> wait,
4: can we also talk about the r truth? uh <laughs> Entrance of the Usos. <laughs> mm. what? It was, it was bad. They're screaming their music on the microphones as they ran out.
1: I mean, why? Why are we doing that? <sighs> I'm was not... there anything wrong with their? Entrance? No, there wasn't. I'm not gonna overreact to it yet, but like, n- I hear you. I mean, like, I hear. it.
2: It gives you. You remember from uh, role models that you white, you Ben Affleck. It, it kind of reminds you know you not you know you not white you are truth.
1: Yeah, yeah. It gives
2: that feeling whether or not it's true. I
1: hear you. Um, I don't, I don't know what else to say, man. It's, it's not, it wasn't great. It just wasn't great. Um, the Viking Raiders still had the same name for the second consecutive week, which Yay. is a new record. And they
0: were so Yay. much
4: worse. They were so much worse this This is the ascensionism of the war raiders it was, like it was super they were cheesy. terrible it was
1: super week. cheesy you're not wrong about that it was super cheesy but again they kept the same name so i think we call that progress that's what we call that i i was really surprised by the way that they didn't have them drop the titles last week on nxt like i just sort of assumed when they announced a title match They filmed
4: match, all that stuff so like they didn't they film it in like the like two days before they debuted
2: yeah, I think that was they. They taped it the week before, so they may not have even known yet.
1: Jesus Christ, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny that it would work out that way. That they had a totally logical way to have them drop the belts, and they didn't do it. I mean, I, I have no problem with them saying they want to hold out till they, you know, have a uh, a takeover in order to have them drop them there. But like, I don't know. This is really surprising. We,
2: we also don't know when the takeover is because apparently that takeover is being moved because of the Jetta show.
1: So. Stop! Stop! And Jeddah
2: is...
1: Right, it's a place. It, where uh, is that? Where well, is that? it's in the desert. It's um, they're, It's uh, Asia-ish. I think they've they've loosely... I i don't know. It could be next door. I have no they idea. Lo-
4: the, are the women going to be on this show in Jeddah? Is there any... Oh, well,
1: the women are obviously a big part of WWE programming. <laughs> so <laughs> they'll uh, definitely
0: be there. Well, they're, so I like, just
1: want you to know, they're a huge part of what the WWE does. Yes. Women, so is it called
0: Jeddah because on. they <laughs> only drive Jeddahs?
1: Exactly
2: right. Yes. <laughs>
1: That's exactly right. New... It's, it's an, a place with lots of
2: hot chicks driving Jettas.
0: Yeah, a new, ah, sounds a, like my kind of place. A
1: new town they came up with in te- Jetta, Texas. It's a new town that was just uh, settled in by, by Jetta owners. It's a new place that everybody's oh, checking out.
0: I can dig it. I they built really a big
1: stadium uh, for the Jettas, actually. They do Jetta racing inside the stadium, and that's why it's there.
0: Jokes, All jokes aside, I would definitely pay money to see Jetta racing.
1: Um... <laughs>
0: How much money? <laughs> Give me the
1: circumstances.
0: <laughs> I, as, as, long as, I can tail, as long as I can tailgate before, at least 50 bucks. All right, fair enough. Well, wow. ta-
2: tailgating makes everything better.
1: I don't yeah. know, man. I've been to some NASCAR races, dog. I, it's just not doing it for me. Like, Wait, but I did t- you do like the big tailgate? Yes, and stuff? I tried the whole thing, man. I, really? Like, that dis-
2: I, I've never, but I've wanted to do that just I've, once in my life it's to say So it. you know what really is? I,
1: I,
0: dude, I went to Preakness and I don't. I watched one race. Right? No, no, right?
1: no. I hear you. It's a different thing, and that's what I would say. My my NASCAR experience in Phoenix was drastically better because we were in the corporate area. And so, like, we actually had a great time. I didn't watch any of the race. Um, When I've gone to Dover and had to sit in the stands, it's fucking 6,000 degrees. You're drunk, and you just fall asleep by lap three, and then you realize so did everybody else in the crowd. The entire crowd is passed out by lap – they do the Dale Earnhardt thing where they hold up the three – and then they're done. They just pass out after that because they're so drunk and it's so fucking hot. That it, like, what what do you expect? Like, what would you possibly expect from that crowd at that point? It was like Aaron at AJ's birthday party at the Orioles game a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> <When it> was- <laughs> <laughs> Were you at WrestleMania? <laughs> it, uh, I wasn't drunk. I was raped. Remember, it's a totally different <laughs> Oh, my thing. God. I have, a, uh, I have a question. Two questions. We'll start with the
4: first one because each one is going to require some discussion. Um. What do we think of Bray this week?
0: I, I mean, I love it. I Fine. was going
1: to say, I thought Good. it was a. I it's still, it's still it. on track, right? Yeah, I thought it yes. was a great continuation of what they did a week ago. I'm, I'm completely. Now again, we got a lot of feedback. By the way, we had a lot of people that checked in on last week's episode. Um, I think because of Effie, and shout out to Effie who like, uh, it, one, it was an awesome interview, and then two, um, was happy to like plug and promote it and the whole deal. We got a lot of people that were checking in. And a lot of people that, like, listened to that part and chimed in with their own gripes about the Bray Wyatt thing. Again, it seems like there's a common opinion that's held, which is there's no way to not like anything you've seen so far. There's no way to not be into this. But it's you a, know they're going to fuck it yeah, up. Again, I get why everyone assumes they're going to fuck it up. But what we've seen on television is awesome. It's it's some of the best work they've done in a long time, man. It's cool. It's creative, it's intriguing, You lets your mind run a little bit. Like, what they're doing through two weeks is as good as I think they've ever done on a character reintroduction. Like, ever. I think it's incredible. But yes, I get it. The assumption that they're going to fuck it up, I, I fully understand why everybody thinks they're going to fuck it up, and they have earned that reputation.
4: Yes. Okay. So the second question. I agree with everything you said. I I I am still on board with this. I I'm fine with them stretching this out a little. Similarly, but different. What do we think of Sammy this week? Where's this going? I don't think they know, and I think
0: that's a problem.
4: Is this no, is, is this is this it's, leading it's to like
0: like getting, he's about to get a big push, bro.
4: No, but I'm saying somebody's gonna come out to shut it to shut it down, right? Like, who is it? Is this is and and this is where I think my mind always John goes Cena. to, like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, right. that's, I'm saying that's where my John mind always Cena, goes to. John uh, Cena. The last three times that we've done that, that has not happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, there would be a fine. The, the question would be, why would John Cena show up now, right? Like, what? Why would he be the one to show up, unless it's to set up Sami Zayn versus John Cena in Saudi Arabia? But he's not going to go to neither guy will go to Saudi Arabia. They didn't the last time, but it was a little bit hotter the last time. Is it? But Sam, I don't think Sammy. Sammy is super. You think it's just never Sammy? Never any any circumstance. I didn't. I I thought. I thought we found out that he could. I thought like, I thought there was more that came out about that the last time when we found out he
2: could go. I I think it was one of those things where, like the the company was like, "Look, if you don't want to go, we don't." You know.
1: Right, Not that we
2: don't want you to go, but like... I also don't know how much... Sit this one
1: out. I also don't know how much that changes with a certain paycheck. Now, why they would want... I don't know, you know what I mean? But that's the... So, to
4: to me, if this is... uh, I, I don't think they're going to Saudi Arabia. To me, if this is leading to him and John Cena, I think the right way to do it is to have him go through a couple of people and then fight John Cena at SummerSlam. Like, you should have your, like your C John Cena's or whatever, like Rey Mysterio. And he fights, and Rey Mysterio tries to stand up for whatever. I mean, I'd be be good with that.
1: He beats him.
4: I I think give Sammy as much juice as possible. Then you go into that match not really knowing, especially considering John Cena's status, who's going to win. I I think that would be awesome. And And I think they could put on a really great match.
2: No question about it. The question is, you know, he had those lines, you know, you get what I give you and only what I want to give you. So does that lead to, you know, potentially long matches against Ray Mysterio or does he roll, you know, is, is that's going to become the gimmick where he stops wrestling midway through and says, I gave you enough or something like that. In I which case make... it's hard to move him up the card that way. Obviously I think they but... need
4: to make him the shittiest shithead heel ever. Like he needs to, he needs to be like cheating. You know what I mean? Like, I think right. they need
1: to make him the worst. Like, yeah. like, well, hang on a and second like, That, like that role is like already headlong. I'm sorry, <laughs> that role is already filled Aaron will not relinquish it without a fight Let me make that very clear He's.
2: I not... will gladly face Sami Zayn At SummerSlam, the, right... the match is set well, uh,
0: You know what, Aaron? I will face Sami Zayn and you could. I'll be in your corner Or no, you be in my corner But who, Who's
1: the worst, versus. though? The winner or the loser? Ooh.
4: The one who loses,
0: that's why I'm going to lose on purpose Ah, <laughs> what an honor What an honor moving forward um. Any, any... So I, I I was thinking about this the other day too, and I wanted to say this. And it has really no re- relevance. To what We're talking about other than the fact that I just said I wanted to lose. But recently, I did like um you know the questions thing on Instagram, and somebody asked me what my dream match would be, and my dream match right now, I would definitely say would be the Wrestle Velvetine dream. But like, um, my real dream match, I just don't think it'll ever actually happen, so I don't really consider like. I like dreams that I can accomplish like I've shown in my life and <laughs> my real dream match would be to wrestle the rock at WrestleMania. Well, but, yeah. but I want to lose that match. I want to lose that match to the people's elbow. Like every single person that faces the rock should lose the match. I mean, you just want to take the people's elbow. Yes. I want to lose. You are not know, hear me. I want to lose to the people's elbow. <laughs> right. I need that to be the finish because it's the greatest finish in the history of wrestling.
1: I mean, it is correct, and I'm good with that. Like, I'm actually—I think that like would be an honor. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm with you wholeheartedly on all of that. Isn't it better than the Stone Cold Stunner?
0: Yes, the Stone Cold Stunner at least looks like a move. That if someone did it to you really hard in real life, yeah. that, that you could be. <laughs> that, under- that's why the, the, the
2: people's elbow is just the most ludicrous thing ever, which makes it the best.
1: And it involves the, the drama of the moment, right? Like the stunner wasn't completely out of nowhere, Got like it. the RKO, but the build up to the people's elbow is the most absurd thing that you'll ever see,
0: right? Yes. Like people Not are. Mention, the best part about the people's elbow that nobody ever talks about is the fact that he runs over the body twice to get momentum. And then completely stops Stop. his momentum. It's true. It, it's the dumbest move ever, which is why it's so wonderful. Yes, it's correct. the
1: greatest move ever. Agreed on all accounts. All right. Is there anything else we have to cover from Raw? No,
2: nah, we'll, we'll cover all of the the names and money in the bank all in right, the next segment.
1: Right. We'll do that. Um, that's coming up, and uh, hopefully, I, unfortunately, I think that for our sake, it's gonna have to happen uh, tomorrow. But uh, nobody knows that because they don't know when we recorded. So uh, great guests coming up as well. Um, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon, and he's. The main event. This is Jobbing Out. Around here, there are two kinds of chicken. Royal Farms' world famous chicken and everything else. What's the difference?
3: Royal Farms' chicken is always fresh, never frozen. It's hand-dipped in a secret recipe of herbs and spices and cooked on the spot right in the store. Chicken from anywhere else?
1: Who knows? Hungry for some hot and delicious chicken? Get some Royal Farms World Famous Chicken. It's one of a kind. And don't forget the Western Fries. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms.
0: (laughs) Three, (laughs) Three, four!
3: Three, four! Three, four! Three, four!
1: I just want to keep it playing, really. I know. I love this song so much. All right. Um, back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Part of the reason I picked this song is because who the guest is that we're scheduled to have on the show this week. And so now I'm going to be really super pissed if it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, because it's part of the reason. Which is a hint about um, what we were working on uh, for our guest this week. Segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark. Aaron Oster. Brandon Linton. And of course
0: the main
1: event aj francis all right uh we teased it in segment one let's get back into it we know who's going to be in the money in the bank matches aaron run us through despite the fact that we had no qualifying for any of these things who's competing in these money in the bank matches
2: all
0: right so yeah we have all of
2: the uh all the comparisons. we actually i think we have almost all the matches we have eight matches already on money in the bank which is amazing considering how much time left but uh in the men it's going to be ricochet braun Strowman drew mcintyre baron corbin ali finn balor andrade and randy orton so let's just start with the men and then we'll get to um, the women my later. early favorite is andrade andrade or drew mcintyre
0: i think that i think drew, drew, Mac, drew, drew mcintyre is my pick but i would love for it to be
1: I, like there's a part of things that drew mcintyre is almost too obvious now i know that aaron this is where you typically say sometimes the easiest path is the one that you know whatever yeah are. Um, I, it just almost feels too obvious to me for it to be Drew McIntyre. I think
0: I think it would make a lot of sense for Drew McIntyre to win and cash in same night on Seth Rollins. I
1: just hate that man. I don't want any more cash in same night stuff. I,
4: I will say this: there is a new element to this, in that Andrade has a uh, is is with the Queen, and the Queen seems to get what she wants. <laughs> so he might get the charlotte push
1: but let's, but he also fits the bill of exact like he makes oh, sense no, he
4: deserves it 100 percent. i'm not right. saying he, he deserves it and he's the
2: right character to hold like he's a guy if you want someone it. to hold it for nine months it's andrade
1: right and he can and, snivel and, 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 and... He Makes
4: it so perfect as he already deserves it now he also is dating the right person right. To, he has right. the power the, couple yes, thing going the on. political yeah.
1: part of it makes a lot of sense i don't disagree with that at all but like that to me is why andrade to me is and again i get it like if if this was Vegas and we had to establish odds, sure. Then Drew McIntyre would be the guy to establish the odds for. I get that. But, like, of all of that group, I think he's the most fascinating to me. I think that Drew McIntyre can be put in the title picture tomorrow without needing to win Money in the Bank. I think he's for, that, that close
0: to it. For what, it's think, worth I the think offshore books. Right, but I think Money in the Bank makes Drew McIntyre's character, like him cashing in, him doing the same night cash in, uh, like – after Seth and AJ go to war. Oh, it's a it, super it right. The belt, it gets the belt off of Seth because you know, you know, yeah, unless it's... you're gonna hold it for 30, 300 days, yeah. babyface usually doesn't keep no it. No doubt. Out there.
1: No doubt. You're right about that. And so cool.
0: I'm thinking that going right to to Drew McIntyre there could be
1: huge.
0: Yeah. I'll
4: I'll make this argument too. I think he needs it more. Um, I think Andrade, it, he's kind of the total package. Like if they do the right thing, he'll be fine. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, we've talked about for weeks. There's some little void there that he needs. I think I he do not needs- agree
0: in any way whatsoever. And I'm I'm a big Andrade mark. But if you told me right now who's more polished to be the the universal champion, I would absolutely pick. Drew I, McIntyre. I would agree with that, and I would also yeah. zero in on one
1: of the sentences you said there, Brandon, which is if they do the right things. I mean, br- we, do we have any reason to think they would do the right things?
4: Like, I, 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 well, I guess my point is, Drew McIntyre has been in the main event picture sort of for like months, and it still doesn't feel like he's a main event guy. Like, he, there's something. I map. He hasn't disagree, gotten map.
0: Ma- once again. I, I, I think you could. It, I think Drew McIntyre see- is the premier non-Seth Rollins main event guy on
2: the Raw roster. I, I think no. if you told me the
0: summer not, feud not with over Seth AJ Rollins
2: versus Drew McIntyre, I could believe that right away. If you told me Andrade was in the summer feud, I would have a harder time seeing that.
4: Well, Andrade's on SmackDown. Well, but I'm saying the summer feud in the so, title. Wait, what, would you have it, a hard time to believe that him and Kofi are the feud? Because I wouldn't. If, 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 yeah. if you tell me that, yeah, that's going to be the next thing
2: after he's done with Kevin Owens. I don't think, I don't think it's, not a,
0: it's not a hard you're not it's not a hard sell to say it should be Andrade it could be Andrade and Kofi. That'd be great. But what I'm saying is I feel like Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins has been
4: built up to yeah. the, I mean other than yeah. other than Well no, matches, that's who I think with, is winning. I'm just saying I think, he, eats
2: win, with, is, is I think he needs to win. My point is I think he
4: needs to Mysterio.
2: Like, if he if he doesn't Andrade win this, guy?
4: he's dead in the water. That's I my disagree.
2: Point. i I think you could. I think you could put Drew McIntyre into the. I think you could put him into start penciling him into Summerslam without the briefcase. No, no way.
1: Easily could. S- I think you could. I, I
0: feel like awful. I feel like you're forgetting. He fought. Awful. He fought Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was awful too.
4: No, it wasn't. It, I mean, it was nothing. It was, didn't matter.
0: Well, it
1: was it was kind of a big deal because it was Roman Reigns' first match back. Right, right like, but I mean, it was all about Roman. I understand to do that, with but it was still it was still Roman Reigns versus do Drew McIntyre. So,
0: just so we're all on the same page, when he literally went ran through Drew uh, Dean Ambrose multiple times, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns all along the way through the feud, you say he did nothing?
4: He did nothing in the match. I, I'm saying this did nothing for him. The match didn't do anything for him. Uh, Drew McIntyre is the top deal on right Raw. I said the match, match didn't
0: do anything for Roman him. I don't know if you know this or not Roman <laughs> Reigns once fought The Undertaker at Wrestlemania So That's great So facing Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania Is a pretty big fucking deal
4: I don't think any match in the position that that match was in is a big deal. I'm
0: going
1: to get my popcorn. I'm going to get my
0: popcorn. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to split. I don't
2: think the match itself was a big deal. I think the he was set up so that
4: Roman would run through him. That, and that's, that's right. all but that was.
2: was. But he was positioned as the top, he, basically, outside. Now that Lesnar is gone, if he's gone, and yes, I believe he's at least gone off of Raw television, maybe he shows up at a pay per view. And obviously, he shows Boys, to, I'll, and I'll be back right in now. a
1: second. I got to deal with something, but keep, talk, yeah. keep talking between amongst you. Drew McIntyre
2: McEn- Drew right now is positioned. You can see. Say that he's the the most credible heel. Like you could say Baron Corbin's a bigger heel, quote unquote, but Drew McIntyre is the big badass heel right now. And that's a
0: problem. No, it's not a problem. You're just an asshole.
4: Okay, I'll accept that. I'm just saying, it does not feel big to me. Like, that's why, and that's what I'm saying. He's going to win this match because he has to. And I think that the more that they need to continue to build him to make it, I don't think he's there today. I think he can be. I just don't
0: understand why you think that they, literally he has not lost a match other than Roman Reigns at WrestleMania in like four months. But who has he beat? beat? Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, like the top of the card.
2: Okay. I mean, look. I, I, I think we have. I guess here's 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 my question for you, Brandon. So what do I guess here's what does the briefcase give him that he doesn't already that that he wouldn't have? If They just decide, all right, we're going to push you. We're going to make you the top. We're going to make this the feud of the summer, leading into summer. So What does the briefcase give him that he doesn't I
4: th- I already think, have? I think I think what it gives him is it's addition by subtraction. It takes away. That they have to put him with Bobby Lashley, or they have to put him with Baron because that's what they're doing but, right now. But, but, but what, but what he's if he's not you right singularly now? in the main event? I he's agree. What if I
2: tell I tell you right now he loses that Money in the Bank and then immediately positions himself as a singles heel at the uh, top of the card?
4: I, I I'll take the Glenn approach and say I'd have to see how they do it if they just randomly
0: are like oh, this you'll, take a oh you'll take a random cop out alright cool
4: <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I just, I, I think that if you're telling I think he me they can like, get him there I, my point is he's not there now I, I don't believe he's there now and the match doesn't feel like it. if you tell me right now today without seeing anything else it's Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre in the main event of SummerSlam that is a big fart noise to me that is not exciting I'm not excited for that match it does nothing for me if you tell me that's the main event of Money in the Bank okay that's fine but, like, that match cannot headline SummerSlam currently as we stand right now without well, any other... We well, not it's not going
0: too. to headline SummerSlam. The headline of SummerSlam is going to be whatever match Kofi's involved in. <laughs> well, I no, think but...
4: it'll be the women probably again, but... It um... well,
0: could also be the women... Because, you know, Charlotte's going to be back involved and she yes. deserves to be in the main event every night. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I mean, I guess I'll, I'll I take could... that
4: match over over that Seth Rollins-Drew McIntyre match any day, for May- sure. Mainly, what I'm thinking right now is
2: we haven't had a long men's money in the bank holder since Seth. I think that right. might have been the last long one. Um, because obviously, the past few we've had Baron
4: held it for a decent amount of time,
2: he held it for like three months. He, he lost it in August, and Seth had for like so, a year, so that's two right? months, two months, yeah. Well, Seth, had a year. so Baron had it for two months before losing it. Uh, this past one, obviously, you know, Braun had it for you know, didn't use it at all. And then Dean cashed it in the second he got it the year yeah. before. Except Seth, Seth and Dolph
4: feel like the two longest, right?
2: Right. So, but, so we haven't had a really good met. And then same with who won. Oh wait, there was none in between because they, they ended up putting the title on the line because.
4: Yeah. Uh, uh, Bryan I guess, had like, gotten injured. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if they give this to Drew and he gets a lot of length out of it, it does a lot to push him to where you guys say he is now. Does Drew I just don't Ken, it.
2: Ken Drew's character have a long briefcase run. Yes. Like, that That should be a quick cash-in for Drew. While Andrade, I think... Bro, that's what I'm saying. If
0: Drew wins, he got a cash-in that night.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I think I'm leaning towards AJ here. Like, I again, you're probably right that it's going to be Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre is the closest to the title. But I think Andrade could get the most out of it.
4: Also, also, I I think I, I'm starting to agree with you guys about him cashing in that night just because you, it's already positioned that way. You've got two face. You know, we already have been talking about how are they going to get out of this face versus face match without turning AJ heel, which we can talk about it, whether that was a hint at that or not. I don't think it was. I think it was just – It could also
0: – just so you know, this could also lead to – there's a very well uh, – very good job they could do this. Is how many pay per views are between Money in the Bank and SummerSlam?
4: One. Is it one or two? Because there's Extreme Rules. Well, if you count the Saudi Arabia thing. Oh no, there's that because
2: isn't isn't Backlash in June? Oh, backlash that's Backlash. Ext- I,
4: for, I forgot yeah. that was back. Yeah, yeah, yeah Backlash
2: yeah. and then Extreme Rules.
4: So there's technically three, but if you don't count Saudi Arabia, don't there's count, two. Sorry. Yeah, two two real pay
0: per views. Well, one of those shows. One of those shows, you could have a triple threat match. Between yeah. the other show you have. The solo match, Seth Rollins versus Dean. I mean, uh, Drew. And then you have at probably SummerSlam, AJ Styles versus Drew.
4: Okay. See that to me is better.
2: I think you could do that we without seeing it. You, you, I, mean, I think you can do it without the briefcase, though, if you want to go
4: that route. You could. I mean, those the way you set that up. I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think I think you know you however you want to it that I think you can get, you can achieve that without the briefcase. I think Andra, Andrade, you know, he's like Dolph where where the briefcase really elevated him. You can carry it for a long time. It's a full package. Drew, you can get him in. I think without it. So that that's kind of my thing. Let's go at the women here. Let's switch over to that. We got Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella.
0: Carmella's
2: my pick. She already and won it, though, so
0: that I I think she could get a yeah. lot out of it. So she did already win it, and she did great with it, and it'll do nothing but for now. She's going to be a baby face doing it, so it's a whole completely different thing.
4: So let me ask you guys this: Do you guys all believe that Becky's leaving uh, Money in the Bank with both belts?
2: Yeah. No. No. No.
4: You think, so you guys think she's going to lose one of them maybe, probably I'm, to Charlotte, right?
2: Possibly, or, or it could be the briefcase where. That's another one where it makes well, a No, lot no, no, of no, no, no. Okay,
4: wait. To... Ignore the briefcase. I'm saying, okay. is she going to get out of her two matches with the belts?
0: Could you imagine if she beats, if they have her beat Lacey Evans, or she could lose Lacey Evans and then just continue the feud on Raw against Lacey Evans, but right. then have her lose to Charlotte. And then have Carmella win and then have Carmella cash in on Charlotte again right there. I would actually
1: I, I would actually love that, by the way. I actually think that would be amazing. I, I and I, and I'm the guy that hates them business. doing then it the same still
0: night. Had beat, then, yeah. have, then Carmella will have beat Charlotte Flair thrice.
4: Right, right, right. Well, yeah. the reason I'm asking you guys all if you think Becky's going to of her matches with the titles is because I think that affects who we think is going to win the money in the bank a little bit. Um, sure. So, like if Becky is leaving with both titles, I mean, and that's, I'm, well, I say leaving, leaving her matches. Like,
0: aside from what the Money
4: in the Bank person could do. What?
0: She might not lose to Charlotte or Lacey Evans, but she's not leaving that event with both titles.
4: So then, okay. So if you believe then it's going to be the Money in the Bank winner that takes the title, how does that affect who you think is going to win Money in the Bank?
2: It, It doesn't really, because I think there are. Like, there's not a lot of obvious, like, unless you want to say it's Mandy Rose. Like, there's not really an obvious heel who would. There are a couple interesting things, like with Ember Moon and even Bailey, where you can use the briefcase to change the character.
4: Yes, and I think with Bailey especially. Yeah, the, Bailey is has been done. Yeah, and and, and so to me, it, I was uh, I asked you guys I wanted to hear what you had to say, but my opinion is, you know, you've got the two obvious heels with Alexa and Mandy Rose. Right, Those are the two that could do the shitty thing and and take advantage of a beat-up Becky or whatever. Um, and then that that would just be what they are. Then you have the people who definitely aren't doing that with Naomi and Natalia. Um, and Dana Brooke isn't... I mean, I, I like well, Dana Well, Natalia, Natalia
2: we, you could put in that mix. You could do either way with them, but it wouldn't be nearly as compelling with Natalia.
4: But Bailey, I agree with you, and that's exactly what I thought, too. Like, this could be the opportunity to do something to get her into that echelon. Because, like, I think we all agree that her and Sasha have sort of been left out of this (laughs) upper echelon of women uh, for the time being. Well, they weren't part of the first. I don't agree with that.
0: What?
3: I don't agree with that at all. Because they've done so much with them?
1: Well, look, I think of what you're saying. I'm talking about two different things.
3: I'm not talking about
4: about real life. I'm talking... Listen, that's that's a demotion from what Becky and Charlotte do. I are doing. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think if you're saying specifically because they weren't in the first main event, you know, in WrestleMania history, yes, they weren't in that group or in the conversation for the past year. Uh, I mean, again, I don't know what you're talking about by conversation. You're just I'm saying that for the women's title. I just
0: Sasha Banks literally Sasha Banks literally fought Ronda Rousey at Royal Rumble.
4: Okay, so she had a minute. I'm just saying Becky and Charlotte are of the four. That was two months ago. But she had a moment and it went away. But My point is, if you take the four, there's clearly a separation where Becky and Charlotte are in the main event, main event, and the other two are in the next level down currently. This is the opportunity to push them up to where they should be. No, that's the whole point I'm trying to make is they should be up there.
0: But it's a terrible point you're trying to make because they know. If you push some up, to, because if you push them two up to the main event, where they're main event, main event, like you like to say, then are there going to be four people in every main event, or are you going to have to push someone else down? No, out?
4: I'm saying at this moment in time, like, is this is a good opportunity to get yeah. Bailey to that um,
0: next step? I'm saying the point you're making doesn't make sense. Why? I just explained completely why. Because you're saying that they're a step down because they're not in the main event, main event. But if they both go up to the main event, main event, then what happens to Charlotte and Becky? Well, well, Becky, I, I think Becky. Uh, when all of this
2: shakes out, when it well, all, remember, I think Becky has to has be to, four.
0: There's four spots. And, 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 there's two shows and Becky and two has now. to end
2: up on, on Raw. I think. Yeah. Just based on the the way that the landscape is right now, Becky has to hold the Raw title longer, so she ends up on Raw.
0: I probably agree with. But that. yeah, I and mean, then I, I think it'll end up being uh, Becky versus Sasha and Bailey versus uh, Charlotte. Which is yeah. exactly what I'm trying but, to. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, fine,
0: but, but that still doesn't. But ma- that still doesn't make your point, Brandon, because one of those matches won't be in the main event. So that means that match, if the Becky main event Sasha of the show, the Let's,
4: event, I'm just saying the women's main event from Raw and the women's main event from SmackDown. You would you would you agree that the main events plural are the world title matches in both shows? I'm not talking about yeah, the for, for, one main event for one show. I'm saying, like, the women's main event is whoever has the title on Raw. The women's main event is whoever has the title on SmackDown. Aside from if there's a but, Ronda but it, situation my, or whatever. My,
0: this, all, this, all started, this, all, this all started because you view being the first ever women's tag team champions as a demotion. And I think that makes you an idiot.
4: Well, and if it's a demotion from the world title picture. Any tag team situation is a
1: demotion from the world title picture. I think it's a big deal. And again,
4: I,
0: when it's the first ever women's tag team champions. i i, I so think I, not, I like okay it's not title match it's not the title match okay respect but they are literally the first ever tag right. team championship. I, I, I think i, I think we are debating w. minutia
1: at this point and i normally like that and well, actually that's not true i don't normally like being involved <laughs> with that. um i think we are debating minutiae i i think there is a point for it is different because of how elevated this particular main event was because yes. of how elevated the triple threat was above any other match ever, anything that Let's wasn't.
0: Be honest for a second, that match was not in the main event because of Charlotte or Becky. Right, it was Ronda Rousey. Yes, were...
1: I, I understand, but they got the they got the run from that. They got the run from being a part of, and they got Becky over to the most over person on the roster.
0: So it, yeah, you know, but just the most over person on the roster isn't always in the main event.
1: No, that's true, too. You're not wrong about yeah. that. Again, But I, they're, they're at, at the moment, yes, there
2: is a separation, Becky and Charlotte, and the rest. I, yes.
1: like, but again, I, what I would say is I think I think where AJ's—and this is where I, I, I'll agree with AJ a little bit. I think what he's delineating is to to suggest that it wasn't a really big deal. What they were doing was also super relevant, and I think we would all agree that Becky and—or that Bailey and Sasha are still a step above everybody else that it's not Becky, Charlotte, and then everybody else. It's Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, and I then said everybody the next else. step
4: down. That's exactly what I said. You're just repeating what I said. I mean, I, I said, it's just, I didn't say she's there in the pile with Naomi and all this you other people. You also said the
0: first ever women's... You also said the first ever I said it's Pepsi less Champions relevant than one.
4: the world championship. I didn't say it's irrelevant. I said... There's a difference between that and being a world title. Ask those performance I'm not talking where they would the rather, the rather be in yeah, a I'm tag team or in the. Demotion. Uh, what? I, right, I, I think. All the right. More, all right. The, the, Any
0: the
2: more, tag
4: team is a demotion from being a singles, <laughs> singles champion. All right, all right. I
2: think right. the more interesting thing about where they are on the level is what you could do with the Bailey character if you do this. Like, you could make, you know, she is the ultimate babyface, but. You know, she's giving hints that she's not the ultimate babyface anymore. Can you use this to fully either cement a heel tour- turn or make
4: her just a very different character? Same is, with Ember Moon. I think fact, Ember Moon's best. This could be fast. her Becky moment. Yeah. This could be her Charlotte beating the fuck out of Ron's, Ronda Rousey moment. Those are, those, Becky beating up Charlotte, Charlotte beating up Ronda Rousey were clear moments that elevated them to where they are. Those were clear, like, changing <laughs> moments. How How weren't they?
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay, I think I'll give you. I'll give you that for for Becky, but to say that for Charlotte, I think is wild. No, go back and watch it. It was no. it was bonkers. It was a really big moment, but to suggest that the woman who has more WWE titles than any woman ever was elevated only because she no 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 no, no. you use the word months. only. I, I don't go. use the word
4: only. You use the word only. That's your word. I don't. I didn't say only. I said it. It was an elevation. I, I i'm i'm never someone to say that somebody is the best they could be ever i think you can always be bigger you can always be better you can always improve so well not me by obviously. that by that <laughs> barometer it whatever she was she's the best ever i'm i'm not saying anything bad about charlotte i'm just saying it elevated her even further in that moment um all right
2: so uh, right right now who are are we saying are are we all in agreement that's probably bailey or do we think ember or or are we still on carmella aj
0: I honestly believe it's gonna be Carmella, dude. Like Carmella won. Carmela had that little, the little bad news bears that came up from TMZ or whatever, and ended what up winning the battle royal at WrestleMania. What was the TMZ thing? The stuff with uh, Corey Graves. Oh, with Graves.
4: Okay, okay. Yeah, I thought there's maybe you meant something else. I-, I honestly think this could go. I mean, I think this is.
0: She came out of that, and she came out of that unscathed. I like she that. Won the title last year. She won the title last year because uh, of the Money in the Bank. And as we've all seen before, like when Randy Orton won the Money in the Bank, sometimes they want to give the uh, John Cena. They want to give the Money in the Bank to people, not someone who hasn't won a world title yet. All right. And if they're going to give Drew McIntyre or Andrade the belt in the other one, it would make a lot of sense for them to then be like, "All right, let's just." Double down on Carmella. Now we can tell a completely <coughs> different story with the with the briefcase because now she's a babyface.
1: Well, and 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 again, I think that there's a similar argument that can be made for for Bailey. But I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think that that fits, and I think it fits, but just fine. Um, yeah,
0: very, very similar argument for Bailey. But I just don't. She might be hinting at it, but I got to see it on screen to ever believe Bailey's not going to be a babyface.
1: Well, and I don't know. Again, I don't know that you have to do this with her being a baby face necessarily. Or but with you can being raise a the question.
0: You can explore that.
1: Farther. Right. I think that she can be more interesting and more compelling and still be a face. Um yeah. and not just be sort of the the super baby face that that we've always known Bailey to be. I think Bailey can have some character develop that, that development that isn't necessarily making her a heel. And keep right. in mind if you're painting towards a Bailey Charlotte um, you know, a match at SummerSlam you know, you've you've been making Charlotte a, a heel. So, like, if that's the way that you want this to go, I think that Bayley cashing in to say, I want to face Charlotte at SummerSlam, if Charlotte is to win the belt at some point, you know, it can work. can work as her as a babyface, and that would be a babyface thing to do, to just announce, this is where I'm going to, that's what John Cena did, that's what a lot of people have done, to just announce ahead of time, I'm going to cash in for this opportunity instead of sneaking around. And it would be a different story than what you're talking about on the men's side. So I think that would work. Um, all right, uh, let's talk. Uh, you didn't ask your question in the first segment, AJ. So I don't even—I really, honest to God, don't even know the answer. But just go ahead and ask the
0: question. Who had the best match in WWE this week? Does anybody have an answer? <laughs> like,
2: uh, hold on—I have to see what was on. I feel like I liked one of the matches on Raw, but I have no idea which match it I, was.
1: I went back and relooked again, and I was like, I—I I don't know that any of them stood out for me in any way, like. I really struggled with this to try to come up with. Uh, yeah. And I also, in fairness, didn't get a chance to watch NXT last night. So, like, if Kishida Cashizono was wonderful, then I apologize. Yeah,
2: I, I didn't see that either. Um, let's see here. What match did I kind of like? Like, the Usos and the Good Brothers were fine? It's fine,
1: but that's like everything was fine. Yeah. Like, I, I, I am really hard pressed to come up with one that I feel strongly about and would make a strong argument for there was nothing as i was watching this week that i was like well there it is that's my match of the week that's the one i'm choosing
2: what about wait becky bailey i liked becky bailey yeah that was pretty good i'll take that one
1: if if that's where we're at i'm fine with that i'm fine with that being the answer i I mean it was a good match you're right it was a good match so i'm fine with that anybody have a anything else they want to argue for okay there you go that's the answer (laughs) becky bailey that's what we'll go with um,
4: why did nobody pick um, the Ms. Bobby Lashley? Mm, why did nobody pick the Ms. Bobby Lashley? <laughs> because of Shane.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. All right, uh, let's...
2: How, uh, how, about, how about Shane saying Harborough?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The, okay, I actually tweeted this. Um, this is not a joke. What that As bad as that was, it wasn't nearly as bad as them trying to sell the idea that like it would get a ton of heat if they said we're gonna go to where they're real champions at michigan which like no ohio state like ohio state fans would just laugh at that and be like okay dude don't know if you guys realize they haven't won shit in forever like it was such a badly written line if you're going to try to make a michigan joke which makes sense at ohio state right like that there's yeah. logic to doing a Michigan joke at Ohio State. It sure as fuck isn't trying to suggest that the real champions are the ones at Michigan because all the Ohio State fans are going to say back is, dude, you're dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> we beat them like, all the time. They literally don't remember losing to that team, like, ever. <laughs> like, it's
4: like if you're in Pittsburgh and you're like, I'm going to Cleveland right, home the of- real right, like, winners are. It
1: was such a poorly executed – again, the theory – the theory of making a Michigan joke or a Jim Harbaugh joke or whatever—that's that's that's smart. That's what you should do when you're at Ohio State. But like, you don't do it. You have to have some sense of what you're saying before you say it, and then you obviously combine that with the fact that he fucking flubbed the line. And it was, it was really bad, man. But then again, it's Shane McMahon. <laughs> that's where we're at. I can't believe that a guy that we loved so much—it's unbelievable—it's gone. He should have said so... something like,
4: you know. You deserve to be here about as much as Ohio State deserved to be in the college football Something playoffs. like
1: that, right? Like any, There's so many things that you can do. It just You have to say something that actually makes sense right. and is logical, or else it just comes off super fucking stupid. And yes, worse because it's Shane McMahon saying it right now. And it's just really bad. It's really, really bad. I, I can't believe how bad it's gotten with Shane McMahon. I just... I just want to put my puppy down right now. Like, I'm just like, you poor thing. You've been through so much.
2: We Well, it's like Kurt Angle. We love you. Just go away. Yeah,
1: just like when we need you to jump off something, we'll let you know, okay? Like, when when we're down in the dumps and we need somebody to fly in and just jump off some crazy shit, we will call you. But in the meantime, this ain't good, man. <laughs> like, this is just making us really change our entire opinion of how much we love you, and that's not okay. That's not an acceptable thing um by the way one other thing hang on speaking of which uh guys i'm just letting you know our related guest just texted me back and asked if we could do tomorrow at one o'clock so this feels like a bit now i know (laughs) i know i'm 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 very like because now it's like do i post the show or not you know what i mean like Like, it's
2: how about let's post the show and and if we get uh, we'll put them on next week uh, all
1: right i mean like i don't know
2: What's going to happen tomorrow?
1: I know, that's the thing, right? Well, But I can have the show ready to go, that if it doesn't happen, we can post it. Your,
2: your call, whatever. Anyways, I, well, while we're debating that, um, just because it has come up, and Jim Ross talked about it, and Coach Billy Gunn has talked about it, um, er, a lot of people, especially former wrestlers, criticizing the Kofi bit, throwing the pancakes into the crowd after such a heated segment. <sighs> kind of, what's your thoughts?
1: I don't care. <laughs> okay. I mean, I really don't. I, like, I, It's too. it's too inside for me to be that worked up about it, like it just is. it, it When I saw it, it did. It didn't. I didn't think about it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what he does. So it, it
2: was just interesting to hear. You know, like Jim Ross over the top with mm-hmm. his, com- you know, he doesn't right. criticize WWE, and most WWE uh, guys fairness. don't criticize. No, he, also... he
4: he actually criticizes them quite a bit. Lately, if oh to, as as he you listen to the podcast, he he does.
2: Well, I was I was, it, it used to be that he didn't. Is it since he signed with AEW? He's No, he's he always
4: had I mean he mm. he no, if you listen to the show, he always talks about things that he doesn't think are booked correctly. Um he's not super over the top like this about it, but he's he'll well, I, I, guess like, I don't know thing. why you do this, and I don't okay, know. Okay, fair, that. fair.
0: Th- this is this was a more pointed criticism than usual. Yes, How
4: about it, that? It it definitely <laughs> was.
0: Yeah, he, um, he's he's not he's not super over the top like, say I don't know uh, <laughs> the guy who beat the hell out of the shield for three months is just not in the shouldn't be in the <laughs> picture, like yeah. that over the top.
1: I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> all right, we'll <laughs> leave it alone. Um, look, yeah, I just didn't work me up. Like all right.
0: Quickly, Drew McIntyre did that.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm very aware of where you're going. Um, all, oh, right. Okay. all right, I let don't me. Know what you're talking about? Let me get a thought in um on brock lesnar and uh, the the reports that he is not going back to the ufc they are going in a different direction and instead perhaps agreeing to another lucrative deal with the wwe uh what do you guys make of it what do you think uh aaron you seem to be the most skeptical of it so let me start with you dana white said
0: it i don't believe versus, i just any- want to say frank verse frank versus brock wrestlemania 2020
4: Dude, dude, there's no way he's not coming back.
1: I mean, he. Oh, now that, coming... that First of all, first of all, are you willing to do that job, AJ? Brock Lesnar at
0: WrestleMania? Yeah, fair enough. All right, yeah, Rock. yeah, all right, fair enough. What was, was I was saying? WrestleMania are you main kidding? Event. Yeah. What, AJ, there? how, many? how are, many? Are you How you ma- many would you take? I don't know if you know this or not. I'll take 10 if he wants me to. I'm not give a fuck. I'll take... you Yeah, that was dumb. That was dumb. That was dumb. 10... F5.
1: Yeah, you're right. Of course. Like, Obviously, to, you do that job. To me,
0: like, here's the thing. Like, I'll do the job, but just like, remember I said this about Roman Reigns. Do you know that Brock Lesnar is the, also the only other person that beat Undertaker at WrestleMania? No, you're right. It worked yeah, out okay. I have no problem doing but that. But you're now. not
1: going to get any offense in at all. Like, you're just going to get your ass kicked in that scenario. See, see
0: to me, That's to me... The-
1: Quick question: Does the check clear? Stuff? I t- I believe it does. I think you're right about that. All
0: uh, right, yeah, I'm all cool. Right. It's right. it's all fake, bro. All right. Like I really so, feel me, like this- Brock Lesnar yeah. is a, is is at a different level of, as a fighter from other people. So I won't talk shit. A lot of people in wrestling I don't think could beat my ass. So I'm gonna let a lot of people whose ass who who I don't think could beat my ass pin me. So I'm not really tripping.
4: I mean. I think this definitely puts him in the in SummerSlam in in one of the title pictures in SummerSlam.
0: If it's real,
2: sure.
1: Well, he's at,
4: he's going to be in Saudi okay, Arabia. You think? This okay, is... I, I think he would be in Saudi Arabia even if he had a fight. Yeah, with that's a
1: there's a lot there's a lot of money to be made for him to go to Saudi well, Arabia.
4: I, I know right? that, but I just
1: feel like I mean, he, it's not like
4: again, they're not, not going. Not stop it! Back. They're
1: not going to Saudi Arabia. They're going to Jeddah. And let's make sure we get Although this if clear. if you
4: click on the article, they did actually say Saudi Arabia this Whoa, time. Oh, dang. They didn't say it, it on TV. It's not in the headline. Yeah, they didn't say it on well, TV. Because,
0: because there's no heat about Saudi Arabia right now. Eh, I just still, executed a lot of people. Yeah, I
1: don't think they're yeah. going to be saying Saudi Arabia much between now and that show. I think it's going to be the same bit. Um,
0: okay. You, you think there's a lot of heat?
1: I don't think it's as much as it was with Khashoggi. I agree with that. Like, I think there was more there heat There it then. is.
0: That's all I needed oh. to hear. Right. By
1: the way. By but the way, <laughs> you, you know what else is going to kill
4: your boy uh, Drew McIntyre's main event situation? Brock
2: Lesnar coming back.
4: Brock Lesnar is going to murder him at uh, – uh, Or no, sorry, not Brock Lesnar – Goldberg is gonna yeah. murder him in five seconds yeah, that's at the probably, Saudi that's Arabia. I mean, that, that's
2: Baron Corbin, right? Please do <laughs> not let that happen. That, that's that's definitely the that Baron. That would be a very logical spot. I'm, I'm being anything.
4: a little bit like playful with that comment, just to, but it. I think it has to be Elias or, or something. Yeah, Elias, right? right? Okay. right. Uh,
2: until you go through the year without Brock Lesnar not fighting at UFC, I'm still going to believe he's fighting in UFC.
1: So you think this could be a negotiating ploy? Yes. Okay. Right.
4: Or well, or Dana just said, flat out lying.
1: No, but there, was another, but there was another thing that said it was
4: because of the drug test.
1: Well, did you has, not see that one? He has to be in the pool for a certain amount of time before well, he, he can Well, I thought he was already in that pool. I thought he—he he isn't.
4: Too. His reaction was to retire. That's what I read. It had nothing to do with Dana White. the The thing I read said he was. He went to. He informed them after the drug test that he was retiring.
2: Again, when it doesn't happen, I will believe it.
0: Plain yeah. and simple. I mean, I
1: hear you. I get, I get why you're skeptical about it. I, it's interesting, but I, you know, I still thought that he was gonna be back at some point, one way or the other. So, yeah, this, this at at most would just expedite it. And trust me, given given the state of everything, given the old financial report they just put out this week, if there's any yeah. world in which they can have Brock Lesnar show up at SummerSlam, he's fucking gonna be there for SummerSlam. So, who are we kidding ourselves? All right, uh, AJ, I don't know if you can stick around for the whole show. Why don't you go ahead and get your plugs in?
0: I just have a question: Was the financial report bad? It was not great. Uh, really bad. It was bad. Not great. I didn't see it. What they they it, dropped
2: twenty. They dropped. They for the first time they had less revenue this year than they did at this point last year. Like and and the stock dropped wow. eighteen points.
0: Wow. Yeah, not great. Well, you know that means it might be time to buy. Uh, don't disagree with that either. Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't disagree with that either. It's just not great and clearly they're going to try to you we're know, do the work in order to make something happen. That's all we're saying. Like we're not saying I again, I think a lot of people yeah, I mean they already started. I dude,
0: they already started that by bringing me in on the trial. That is they true. Know. They know. <laughs> they know where the money
1: is. They got to make it happen. You're right about they gotta that. They got to get that Frank money. Yep.
0: Yeah, what's that, what's Frank's involved in everything? The stocks just bought <laughs> up. All
1: right, get your plugs in.
0: Uh, yeah, you can follow me on all social media at AJFrancis410. Um, you know, I got wrestling stuff coming up. It's my birthday next week. So I'm probably, oh, I'm definitely not going to be on the show next week because I'm going to be gotta... in the middle of the ocean on a cruise.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be in New Orleans next week. So uh, I ain't doing it either. So you boys, uh, you got to figure it out. That's all I'm saying. You got to figure it out, whatever you're doing next well, week. it'll be the best show ever if
4: it's Because, not. Um, because it's, it's,
0: could it's, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> I promise, if you if you do a show just Aaron and Brandon, I will listen to the entire show from beginning to end and write down every single point that I. Hate. <laughs> and,
4: Aaron,
0: will, Aaron, to next it with week. Shit. Just just be like, Aaron, you're stupid because you thought this. Brandon, I hate you because you said this.
1: It's funny as hell.
0: But yeah, guys, follow me on all social media at AJFrancis410. Um, and you'll get all my stuff there.
1: All right. Very good. Uh, when we come back in, I don't know. That's all I can tell you. I don't know. Maybe a tremendous guest, uh, jobbing. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster. He's Brandon Linton. And
0: he's the main event.
1: AJ Francis. This is jobbing (laughs) out. My bad. My bad. (laughs) Okay. All right. Any more? Yeah, fine. I think you still have another one in you. This is jobbing out. I'm going to cut you off so you can't say it again. I just... I knew it. (laughs) Baltimore's favorite bar is just 771 feet from home play to Camden Yards. Sliders Bar & Grill, just steps from Camden Yards, is the perfect sports bar for baseball season. Daily specials include Mexican Monday, Wing Ding Wednesday, Bloody Brunch Sunday, and more with different drink specials every day of the week. You can also book your private parties at Sliders with great spaces upstairs and on the outdoor patio overlooking Camden Yards. See every Orioles game on dozens of TVs and stop by before or after Home games. Sliders, Baltimore's neighborhood sports bar. See them at slidersbaltimore.com and be sure to visit Sliders today. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out Glenn Clark and Aaron Oster. Aaron, I am so excited about the guest that is joining us right now. Um, A critical part of one of the biggest storylines in all of professional wrestling over the course of the last year. Um, He is a man that we have loved seeing on our screens. I love the fact that there is a fantasy football championship belt. That is literally just a picture of his face, which is my favorite. I definitely was going to bring that up today. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's a pleasure to welcome Mr. Ms. George Mizanin, now joins us here on Jobbing Out. I believe the first ever time we've now had father and son guests on Jobbing (laughs) Out over the years. George, it is so great to chat with you, sir. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us.
3: Okay. Oh, you like you like that belt though, huh? Oh my you know how that belt was developed, right? Tell me about it. Okay, well Nathan Segura is like probably the voice of the Cleveland Browns, yep. okay? Radio host, yeah, I know him. Yeah. And he's like my um my son's best friend. He was best man in his wedding and his wedding with Nathan just got married about a month and a half ago. And uh, they have that fantasy football thing. They actually have a radio station uh, that they uh, give advice to, and they talk about the fantasy football and everything. Yep. And uh, they were they wanted uh, they have their own league, their own fantasy football. And they all meet all Michael's friends and Nathan's friends from Cleveland, Ohio. They get together and um, they, they wanted to make a belt that every year the winner would get this belt and they called the belt. They were going to put Jim Brown on it, and they were going to put some famous people on it, and Nathan decided he wanted to put me on it. And I said, to her, what? He said, yeah, the George belt, and that's what they call it. So every year I have to present it to the winner of the fantasy football, and it's a big <laughs> thing between Mike and him because they both think they know more about football than each other. Mike's a big fan of, uh, you know, of this fantasy football, and Nathan, of course, is probably the guru of it, yeah. okay? and. He wins it almost every year, but uh, uh, they told me, uh, when they when I saw the belt, I was in absolute shock. I mean, it was like my picture on a belt, I mean, it, and that belt was like $12,000 to have it made. I guess Mike had it made, but they put my picture on it, which, uh, you know, he said, I'm in now, okay? I mean, that's what Nathan told me, but I have to present it the belt every year to that thing, but it was kind of funny, but...
1: How they brought me into that was amazing. That's awesome. That is so cool. I, well, so let's, let's talk about how you've been, speaking of being brought into something, you know, obviously, you know, you've done, you've been, you've appeared on the shows over the years, you know, with, with the reality shows and stuff like that, but this, this foray into being a full-on part of a storyline over the course of the last year, can, can you tell me about how all this came about and was this something that you had always kind of like dreamed of doing or did Mike have to talk you into it?
3: Well, absolutely not. I mean, I'm saying I wasn't talked into it. I was just brought into it. Mike didn't even tell me what was going on. He just said, dad, you're going to be part of the show. I said, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, we, I want to bring you into this. And, he, and then I saw the storyline on SmackDown um, and it was about him and Shane and uh, Shane's dad never compliments him or said, so. Shane left for 10 years because of this. Okay. And Mike, turned around and told me he said i'm the same way i mean i've done everything in the world for him i mean this kid had everything growing up i was uh basically a single parent okay and um i don't know i mean there's there's really nothing i need from him or anything and i am proud of him but i just i show i don't show that kind of feeling i do things you know what i'm saying i'll do anything in the world for him and i am proud of him but i just don't say it you know what i'm saying and um so that's what the storyline was about him and Shane talked, they came tag team partners. And, uh, it was, uh, because of me, Mike said that they were, you know, that was the storyline and, uh, it led up that, uh, they led up being tag team partners and they wanted me there and, uh, they won the tag team championship and I was there. So they can you know, they both came over and had me congratulate them. They were both excited. And, uh, so I was the surprise guest on uh, SmackDown where I had to tell Mike that I loved him and I yep. cared about him. In the audience, everybody went crazy. And then, uh, of course, they lost the championship. And uh, Mike tur- uh, oh Shane turned on Mike and beat him up, and it pushed me into my seat. And uh, it was kind of, a, a, you know, the way he turned on him and beat him up and everything. So that's what led up to WrestleMania. And uh, now I don't know what's going on, but I—if I, you see Monday Night Raw, now they got that Bob Ash, uh, what's the Bob Ashley or whatever his name oh, is, Bobby Lashley, uh, Lashley, yeah, <laughs> Bob Lashley. I mean, telling me I'm a fat potato head and a picture of me on the screen. I'm going, whoa, there's there's still going on with this thing, and <laughs> the memes are unbelievable. I mean, there's 168 memes of me out there, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm going out to places, and people are actually recognizing me and saying, you know, holding their fists up and this and that. Great job, whatever. I'm going, I really didn't do anything. I mean, um, (laughs) it's amazing what they could do with somebody in the ring at WrestleMania. And like Shane told me, I wasn't supposed to get in the ring, okay? But he said, whatever happens, just follow my lead. And he was calling me into the ring, and I thought, what's going on? I'm not supposed to get in the ring. And I got in the ring, and that's where he um, actually need me. In the um, in the, I broke a rib, and uh, I guess I gave him a black eye. And I guess uh, Michael had three staples put in his head Holy that day. Christ. Okay, so it was um, there's a lot more to that WrestleMania, a lot more through, uh, you know, like I said, WrestleMania is the main Super Bowl of wrestling, and it's saying for this all to happen, I'm saying it's like. It's, you know, I finally I got recognized. Like I said, that um, an exes. I mean, I said I wanted to go walk around like I've done every year. They said I wasn't allowed. I said what? I said you're not allowed to walk through the, you know, through the thing. People are going to know who you are. They want selfies. I thought, no, Mike, I'm nobody. What the? Heck? And it happened. I mean, it was <laughs> like uh, I needed security and stuff like that. But uh, you know, with uh, Michael's Ms and misses going on right now that's another thing that's, uh, pretty big. I mean, it's like you, it makes you feel like a celebrity because when you're like, even at excess, they're walking around cameras with me and are thinking, who is this guy? You know (laughs) what I'm saying? I'm walking through there with the cameras. They, they want me to look and you know, for part of the show. But, um, yeah, it's very, it's a, it's a journey. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's I never could expect something like this. And it's like, uh, I don't even know if I like the publicity of it. But I mean, they, like I said, if I can help Mike out or help the show out, that's fine. But uh, I'm definitely not a movie star. I'm definitely not into this <laughs> like I guess I'm supposed to. I mean, Mike keeps calls me every day. Dad, what do you think of this? What do you think would happen on TV? I go, I don't know if I like it or not. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of, I mean, a fat potato head. I mean, you know, that's, and then he put an ugly picture of me up on the screen. Monday Night Raw. I'm saying these pictures aren't good of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right.
1: They couldn't be less flattering. I understand what you're saying. Wait,
2: wait. Yeah. wait. I I want to go back to WrestleMania. So you at no point did you rehearse that or or plan that out at
3: all? Um, it, I rehearsed some of it. Okay, like I said, I was he was supposed to you know beat Michael up and everything that with the the thing that he hit Michael overhead with wasn't supposed to go into his head. He wasn't supposed to have stitches or staples in his head. That was in part of the show. And uh when Mike was on that table, he was really hurt, okay? And what I was I rehearsed that I was supposed to stop him from jumping on him, okay, from the top rope, but I wasn't supposed to go into the ring, okay? I mean, but he called me out and he told me just follow my lead, okay? They are very professional. Yeah. Okay. The McMahon's are just great people, very professional, know what they're doing. I mean, he kind of led me into the whole thing, I'm saying it. But uh, like I said, when he need me in the uh, thing, I mean, that was like a little bit harder than he expected. And it's like when he grabbed me by the face and threw me in my chair, rehearsals was nothing. It was just a little push, okay? And he told me, you smile or do anything wrong, I'm going to hurt you, okay? So he put the fear of God in me, okay? So like I said, a lot of, some of it was rehearsed, most of it wasn't, okay? You never know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. You don't know when you're going to get hurt. Like I said, when I was laying down there, he asked me, he says, are you hurt? I go, no. But I was, okay?
0: Wow.
3: And then and it, a lot of things happened that you don't even know. I mean, they didn't know where to take me. I mean, they came over and said, what are you supposed to do? I said, I don't know, what the hell do I know? Guys? I don't know <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. I'm saying so. Uh, they actually took me behind the stands until they found, until the, uh, Michael and his and Shane were done to come and get me. I sat there for like 15 minutes waiting, going, what the hell is going on? I mean, the people were walking by going, who is that guy back there? That's, that's the business father. I'm going, wow, you guys just left me in the open with, you know... Cause it, as I was walking away, I mean, I was really hurt, and I'm saying people were saying, "Are you okay, Mr. Mizanin? Are you okay, Mr. Miz?" You know, I'm going, "Wow, Whew, but
1: this is crazy, man." George Mizanin is with us here on Jiving. Yeah, this is amazing stuff. The 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 part where you squared up, obviously, which has become the meme that you were talking about, that is everyone is in love with and is just let go you know, run wild on social media with, was the squaring up part part of the idea, or did, was that just like a natural instinct for you in that moment?
3: Well, he told me to put my fist up, and when I put him up, then he came over and grabbed my hands and put them up the right way, a little bit higher, you know, and then he kind of danced around, and he kind of led me into it, and I thought, then he, like, put his hand away, like, hey, forget about it, okay? Mm -hmm. And then he turned around, and then he attacked me, and that's when he kicked me and put me down and started, you know, beating on me, and I'm saying then, uh, I mean, you you can't see this on stage, right? He said, are you okay? And I'm course I said yeah I'm okay because he didn't realize how bad he came you know and then with Mike I know Mike was leading I know uh and I they continued with the show I mean it was um I don't know Vince McMahon came up to me and said it was his favorite part of the whole Wrestlemania it was really good It was one of the yeah. greatest compliments I've ever gotten <laughs> and at Royal Rumble he sat there and came up to me too and told me I you know you did a great job which I don't like I said. I'm not an actor. I'm. I, I don't feel I did anything. They lead you in everything. I mean, when you get up there on the st- stage, I mean, Mike told me he's dead. You're moving the microphone all over the place. Hold it with both hands, okay? Just little tiny things. They tell you look me in the eyes. Don't look at the audience, or you'll get nervous and stuff. like that. They tell you what to uh, while way walking through the entrance, okay? When I walked in there and told him I loved him, and I, you know, I I'm proud of them. It was like he said, "Don't look at the audience. Just look me right in the eyes, all the way. Just follow my eyes." All the really great things to tell somebody because I'm saying it's you know I'm not like I said I'm not a trained professional. I'm right. I'm just doing this off from for the fun of it. He says, "Just have a good time with it. Have fun and have a good time, and you'll you'll do fine. Don't worry about it. you can't make." Shane told me you can't make a mistake at WrestleMania. You will not make a mistake as long as you don't laugh or think it's funny. Okay. I said, okay. And I didn't think it was funny. You will not feel that way when you're up there. I believe that.
1: I believe that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. With
2: with how big this has gotten, has there been any talk of of maybe bringing you in for a match, like teaming with Mike against Shane and, and, you know, probably not Vince, but someone else?
3: Yeah. You know, everybody's telling me, oh, the next step is with Vince. The next step is with Vince, which I don't think will ever happen. I do not have a clue what they're planning on doing. (laughs) I know what that, uh, this wrestler Monday that he fought and everything. who's was putting my picture on the thing. There's probably a lead on that too. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen next. And Michael, Mike really doesn't tell me what's going on. Ms doesn't tell me until it's ready to happen. <laughs> and then it's rehearsals. And it's like, um, like I said, the big thing is that, that Ms. and miss is supposed to be, um, you know, I'm very judgmental about things like this. I mean, I love the show. But when you're in something like that, you don't get inter- – I, I get a lot of great comments back. But, of course, people aren't going to uh, say, oh, I don't like it. and so They're always going to say something nice. You know what I mean? I like criticism. You know what I'm saying? I like to hear the bad parts about it so it can get better. You know what I'm saying? I, like I said, the first episode of Miz and Miss, I loved it. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. The second, third, I thought, wow, it's getting boring. It's you know, <laughs> So it's, you know – And like I said, right now, I mean, I'm getting people that, uh, uh, do you ever hear of Tim Misney? No. Tim Misney. He's all, he's all over the TV, all over the radio. He's, um, I'll make you pay. Do you ever hear that? Okay. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Tim Misney. Well, he's gotten a hold of me and he said he's a, a mizanin okay and uh he's our, like our cousin and this and that they changed her name when they came into uh parents when they came in the united states and uh but he's another one he's got his own like little reality show and he's sending me clips and i'm sending him a mic but it's like a lot of interesting things happen when this stuff happens but um uh, like i said it's a whole different world uh, no doubt right now
1: you know, George, at the heart of this, what makes it, I think, so cool to so many people, and, and like, I'm a dad, Aaron's dad, you know, like, we, we both love our dads a great deal. At the heart of this is you get to hang out and do this with your son. And at a time yep. where, obviously, you know, he's now raising his own daughter, and you get to see your granddaughter and things like... I I feel like that's the, the the basis of this and why this brings us all so much joy is because I can only imagine that I, and even in the crazy moments where you're getting your ribs broken and stuff like that, the fact that you get to do this with your son, it's got to be really, really special to you.
3: You know, its it's been, okay, it was Mike and me since he's been 14 years old. Mike and me, Mike and me, everything was Mike and me. And it's like, all of a sudden, when he graduated, like I said, he was class president, he wanted to go to Miami of Ohio, which was like three hours drive from here. It was like, it was all over with. I mean, I sat there. I was going to honor society with them, going to all his basketball games. He used to box. He used to uh, do cross. I mean, I was involved in his life. I mean, we'd go to movies together, out to eat every night. I mean, it was like me and Mike, me and Mike. And all of a sudden he graduated. It was all over with. I mm-hmm. mean, I was, he told me, he said, dad, after graduation, he said, you had this look in your eyes like, what's going on? And I looked at him, you know, announcing all the people as they were walking on the stage, you know, getting your graduation. And he says, after graduation, party, I just looked at, man, it's all over. You're leaving. You're going to uh, Miami of Ohio. And, uh, you know, that's it. I mean, you know, you're going to be living there. I'm not going to go out there and visit. I'm not, you know. And um, he says, I went to a restaurant. It was a place called Boston Market, okay? <laughs> and he said, Dad, you were sitting there all by yourself. He was just sitting there. And he, and I walked over with a bunch of friends and said, Dad, what are you doing here? I go, I'm just, you know, just thinking about things. But I was mixed up and hurt. And I said, but I got used to it. You, know, I mean, you grow out of that stage. It's like uh, it's like death. You know what I'm saying? You learned how to survive. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was mm-hmm. him and me, and I said it wasn't him and me no more. So, but he always kind of kept, got in contact with me and let me go. And when he comes to Cleveland, you know, we're staying here. We kind of grew apart. But we finally, after like 10 years, we're finally getting back together. I mean, I spent the whole weekend with WrestleMania with him. I mean, he wanted to be with me. He woke me up at 8 in the morning. I spent the whole day with him. So cool. And that's, that hasn't happened in years, okay? So that is a great feeling for me, you know, because he is emotional and he's showing me that he cares now, you know what I'm saying? Because I've sat there and thought, oh, God, hes I lost my kids. He's gone. You know, he's a, hes a wrestler now. That's his wife. I mean, and I, I'm just left here by myself. You know, I'm not married and I'm not, you know, I basically live by myself. I'm kind of like a loner. I don't like to hang around with a lot of people. You know, I got tons and tons of friends. And they constantly, you know, let's go out. I'll drive. I go myself. But that way I can leave myself. So... It's a whole new thing going on with him. He calls me every day, you know. Uh, Maurice is pregnant again. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I would give anything in the world to make it a boy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And he's going to have a reveal party, okay, probably very shortly because she's probably two, three months pregnant now. So that's... The excitement of my life. I mean, oh, I so am cool. just praying it's a boy. You know, <laughs> if it's a girl, that's fine. But then they'll have to do it again to get. You know, <laughs> but a lot, lot of exciting things happen. I mean, like I said, I met uh, my one of my favorite people in the world was uh, uh Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sitting here with Michael at WrestleMania. And she's walking by. Go, Mike, Mike. That's Rowdy. He goes, yeah, I know her. He says, come here. And she came over. and Go, I want to meet the person that made him oh go, yeah, my that's, yeah, that's me i go and i when she when i hugged her i said uh you know we could make another one and mike got "Oh, <laughs> hey, dad what are you saying you know it's a code. so it was like kind of um i don't know that that won't be like i said he said dad do you know who her husband is yeah said, he'll I, kill you, know, you yeah yeah so he'll it was funny you. I mean, it was a joke but i i say things off color and it's like sometimes they're funny sometimes they're not you know
1: that is awesome that's amazing (laughs) no
3: pun intended by the way that was
1: awesome
2: (laughs) (laughs) um you know use it as someone who who tends to you know you say you don't like the spotlight that much you feel weird you have you know mike back in even before wrestling saying to you i'm going to go on the real world i'm going to be an entertainer like, how, how what was your reaction when you first heard, you know, his ideas of what he wants to be?
3: Well, first of all, like I said, with Mike and this, uh, he always, I sent him to a leadership program at Ohio State when he was in the 10th grade, okay? And when he came out of there, he told me, Dad... I could be president of the United States if I wanted to. And I thought, this kid's going crazy, man. I mean, he did good in school, a lot of friends, captain of the basketball team, captain of the baseball team, really an outstanding student, I'm saying that. But he came home. This changed his whole life, okay? I mean, he told me, he said, you know, you may fail and stuff, but I could do whatever I want in this life. But you just got to keep going for it. And I've been impressed my whole life with him. I'm saying it's like when he went to Ohio State, I mean, uh, Miami of Ohio, he turned around and uh, told me he, I sent him to Cancun for spring break. Okay. And cause I told him, I said, you're turning into a nerd. You're working too much. <laughs> In, entertain, have a good time. So for Christmas, I got him a ticket for 10 days at Can, to Cancun. And a couple of his friends wanted to go. So I got them tickets. I have a buddy that owns a, uh, a uh, he's a casino representative, but he got me travel plans for that. It was at a really good price. So Michael went there, and then the real world picked up on him, and they wanted him to be on the real world, so he had to go through these stages. I never thought he'd make it. 100,000 people go out for it, and they only pick like uh, 8, 10 people to go on this show with the real world and the road rules. Well, Mike got picked, and I sat there. He said, he's dropping out of college. I was so depressed. I thought, wow, here's all these dreams of this and that. He went on there, and from there, of course, then he wanted to go into wrestling, And uh, he was on that Are You Tough Enough? And he came in second place on that. that's how he got his million-dollar contract with WWE. And um, from there, like I said, on that Are You Tough Enough, that was the surprise of my life because never in a million years, I didn't think he was all that tough. (laughs) No, the competition he had. Yeah, sure. These guys are jacked. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, for, for him to be, I mean, every time I looked at TV on, uh, when they were eliminating people, I thought, oh, they're going to eliminate him. They're going to eliminate And they was down to two people. And I go, what? A Daniel pewter and him yep. and Daniel pewter was the MMA fighter, this and that. I go, he is going to kill Michael, which he ended <laughs> up doing, you know, but it was like, I mean, for him to last that long, what an accomplishment. I mean, it's like, you know, but he's, um, no, you know, like I said he's definitely a great speaker in. Lately, I mean, I've never really thought he was the greatest wrestler, but lately he's shining. Okay. No I think he's really shining now, which, like I said, I'm very critical of him. Like he gets mad at me all the time <laughs> because he always asks me, who's your favorite wrestler? And I, yeah, I, you know, who I think is the famous. I mean, the uh, Michael Jordan of wrestling is who? John Cena? Oh, hell no. Okay. Who is it? Dolph Ziggler? oh hell no <laughs> god i mean i think mike's better in both of those two i'm saying but uh the rock oh, okay sure all right oh, fine. Fine. yeah, yeah okay
1: okay yeah the rock absolutely i'm with you yeah one. i
3: mean he's like the michael jordan i mean nobody that enjoys wrestling or has that look about him and the inner i mean the speaking skills that guy's got i mean he can it's... take anybody and destroy you just with his mouth all true you know? all true And Michael doesn't like me talking about that. Okay. (laughs) Michael hates me. You know, he always said, who's your favorite wrestler? I'm supposed to say, him, and he is second. Okay. (laughs) But, uh, you know, the rock, I mean, I actually met the rock, uh, Michael wrestled John Cena and beat him at WrestleMania. The rock was the referee and Michael got hurt very bad. He had a bad concussion. And when we went to the hospital, um, a lady came up to me, and she said that, um, you know, your son's going to be okay. And, this and that. she's very, very nice, very nice lady, okay? And I said, thank you. I said, I appreciate that, because he'll be okay. My son was a wrestler, too. And I go, oh, okay. I said, okay, and I'm walking away. She goes, yeah, he refereed your fight. I go, um, no, The Rock did. So Dwayne, she said, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne's my son. I go, what? So she turned around. I said, is he here? She goes, yeah. I said, Dwayne, and he comes walking from the back room, comes up, yes, Mom. And I go, oh, my God, because I, I take a picture and stuff like Michael got all mad at me because I was taking pictures while he was in the, the hospital, you know, in the room being checked out. Okay, but, uh, I mean, he came out there with, that my own everything. He's just everything he's supposed to be. He's enjoying life. He's enjoying so what he's cool. doing. That's what it's all about. I tell Mike all the time, enjoy this. This is your moment. Have a good time with it, you know, and you know, and I guess he is. I mean, he he told me a while back he'd do this for free. Okay, so I do just pay my expenses. I do this for free. That's how much I love it, and that's the kind of job you want, right?
1: And and we can sense it. We can sense it. We watch him, and I got to tell you, uh, like Aaron for sure thinks of the Miz higher than on the list than the Rock. I can tell you that right now. Oh my god, he's
3: crazy then.
1: Hey George, I, we gotta we gotta get the break. I I can't thank you enough for for okay. doing this with us. It, can we plug anything for you? I know you're not really a social media type, but I know you do own some sandwich shops in Ohio. Can we can we plug those for you?
3: Yeah, Mr. Hero. Yeah, you can. I have one store right now at Ridge Park Square, but um, whatever whatever you want to do is is fine with me. I'm not a um, you know, I mean, like I said, what they're doing to me on on TV with uh, a fat potato head <laughs> and they get bad pictures of me. That is not complimentary, but I'm not upset about it. Anything anybody does is, you know, do what you want to do, and uh, you won't have no problems with me. Mr. Miz,
1: you've been an awesome part of why we enjoy watching wrestling for the last year, man. Everything that everybody else has told you, Vince told you, we stand by it. It's been awesome watching you do this, and we can't thank you enough for taking the time for us. This was an awful lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: Okay. Bye-bye, now.
1: All right, um, you either are hearing us coming back from break or coming back from a phenomenal interview with a great guest. We just don't know yet because of the way that we had to record this week's show. So, my God, that was awesome, or not. Uh, jobbing out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. Uh, guys, let's get into a few things that we haven't had an opportunity to chat about that we need to, and we'll begin with perhaps the return of one John Moxley. Um, I... I don't know what to make of this because just two weeks ago, it seems like we were convinced that Dean Ambrose wasn't going to AEW and that there's no way the WWE would have let him, let him have such a glorified send off if he was doing something like that. And we certainly don't know that because he's, you know, bringing back the John Moxley character, that that's what he's doing. It could very well be that he just wants to do like an indie thing for a while. And that's what he's looking for. But It is kind of fascinating uh, where we are. It's
2: a hell of a video if he doesn't have any big support behind it. It's just to do independent spots.
1: Uh, Correct. Uh, Correct. It seems like the type of thing, like when we started seeing the video, there was a lot of, oh, this must be for AEW. But I don't know. Maybe Dean Ambrose is just trying to be his own boss, and they figured there was something big that he wanted to do when he had an opportunity to do it. I really don't know what to make of it. And I... it it's top quality. Right. Like, that, it's like, that's it what looks I was like talking It
4: about. looks like a
2: WWE-produced video. You know what right, I mean? Correct. Yeah, no, it's, it's not the, the fact that he's John Moxley or, or the video that makes me think that there's someone involved. It is the quality of it. It, it I mean, it feels like, well, are, are we sure that this wasn't just repackaging him in WWE? <laughs> like because it does look like a wwe video or at least someone with some sort of major financial and and structural backing involved
4: well i know aj loves when i do this so i'm gonna bring up what dave melter said mm. about um this and and it, it apparently um melter said that that moxley has a number of independent dates signed already and will begin working in june and um and he also he said he, he's leery about the strong exit WWE gave the former WWE champion, suggesting that perhaps they wouldn't have given him a strong exit like this had they felt that AEW or New Japan were likely destinations. So he, maybe he told them, like, listen, here's what I'm going to do. And that's why he got the exit that he got. And I think there's probably a certain amount of respect there that where he's not going to Lie to like he doesn't seem like the kind of person that would try to deceive them. He seems like the kind of person to be like, "Fuck you, I'm doing this." You know what I I, mean?
1: Right? I hear you, but also if that's what you're going to do, I mean, like, I don't know that it's going to help you if you go tell them that, right? Like, I know that you can say. Well, we we
2: see what's happening with people who are trying to leave now.
1: Right? Like, if you say, "Hey, I'd like to go join AEW," they're going to say, "We're going to try to fuck you," and we'll get to that in a second. So, I, I... well, that's (laughs) but what I'm saying is, I think that.
4: I don't know. There must be some kind of comfort level in the trust they have in him, and the other two people that we're going to talk about, like they clearly have no, it's, no, it's made statements it's, to suggest they are going right. To it's do a
1: that. If, it's a different thing. But I, what I'm I guess all I'm saying is I, I <sighs> if I'm Dean Ambrose, and ultimately my plan is I want to go to AE, AEW. I don't know also that I would just walk in and, an- and announce that to anybody, right? Like, I don't want to make things awkward for my wife necessarily. I don't want to, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff in there. So when you say, like, you don't want to, you know, you want to try to be honest and you don't want to be deceitful and all those things. I, but would it maybe be worse for his wife if he lied and did it and she's still there? Well, I don't know that you have to lie either. You know what I mean? Like, I think you can say, hey, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. Um, I just need some time off and I need to make a decision then. I think there's gray area there that you don't have to come right out and say something. But I think this statement from and again, it could be
4: true, not true, made up, whatever. But what Meltzer's sorta of suggesting here is that
1: they felt comfortable that he wasn't doing that. I which mean, would lead me to believe that he said he wasn't well, doing I mean, maybe. That. I don't I don't I don't want to read too much into that. And the other thing I would also say is that like guys often, you know, have to reserve the right to change their mind because sometimes you realize like you gotta make some money too.
2: Or, or um, AEW came over the top – like they were offering something and they were like, oh, wait, we're
4: just going to throw stupid money at you. Right. Okay,
2: yeah, now I'll do it. Let right. me
4: throw something else in into this. The other thing going on here is that we're in the midst of a presumed eventual regime change here, right? Where we're, we're sort of going from the old Vince McMahon ways a little bit toward the Triple H, what he's going to do ways. When? We don't know. I'm saying. I'm saying this is a presumed. That's why I use the word presumed. Okay. I think we all presume there's some kind of shift going on, whether it's at a, at a snail's pace or otherwise. Maybe this is the new like. Listen, we know there's money down the line in a shield reunion or in a Ambrose coming back five years from now or whatever. Let's not burn the bridge to where it gets so difficult to bring him back. Let's just let's let him leave the right way. Whatever happens, happens, and we have that bridge still there with a with a healthy relationship. Instead of shitting on a guy on the way out, and I think that's the difference between him and some that they see value in, and some other people that they might not see value
1: uh, in, possibly, in the way they treat right. them. Yeah, it's certainly possible. I I don't know. It's fascinating, and again, this is and it's all speculative, right? And it's obviously. all speculative like, based knows? on a single like, video, I, right? We're we're all talking about we're talking about a single video. And I I have no idea what to make of it. Look, you know, Dean Ambrose might really still just be saying, I had a little money to spend. I want to spend it. I want to be a big deal in the indies for a little while. I don't really want to work for a company for a little bit. I I just want to do this. And I decided that in making it, I'd rather it look good than, than look like shit. And frankly, right. it's looked better than some of the stuff that we've seen from AEW. So, and
4: we know he was in the he, he was in the seven figures in WWE, so he obviously can afford to make a fucking video if that's you know? what he
1: wants to right. do. Absolutely, no question about that. Now, as we alluded to, it leads into some other things that are rumbling regarding the likes of Luke Harper, who apparently uh, ain't gonna be getting the release as quickly as he wants to get it, and as cleanly as he wants to. Get and, it. and let's add a little bit to what we just said ambrose missed like a fucking year
2: right right Like they, they did they not could, do this they to could him ha- right they could have added time to his contract had yes. they wanted
4: to that's the thing that's the thing here that's what that's and that's why i feel like like you know everything i just said that's why i feel the way i feel because they it's not like he missed a month like he missed he missed six lot. months right no question. before
1: he yes no question and, and and
4: and and then you've got someone else who missed a little bit of time? I mean, I mean, Dash Wilder. I don't even remember how much time he missed. It wasn't the as significant, and it was he wasn't. Two months. Yeah, and it he was wasn't the- as significant of a piece as Ambrose, who fucked up their entire plan. You know, he, he that this was right in the middle of the Shield reunion. Like, he cost them money in theory. <laughs> These other two guys did not. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be rude when I say that. Like, it, they didn't cost the company any money. Nobody really missed them, other than people like us. Like. It it th- Dean Ambrose derailed their main event. Let's for right? for those
2: of you yeah for those of you who don't know what's going on here. Uh, if if reports are true and these are multiple reports and and it does seem to, to add up as far as Luke Harper, not only are they not granting his release, they are going to add time to his contract for the uh, the months he missed recently with the the wrist injury I think it was what whatever the exact uh, injury was or no wrist was for Dash Wilder. Excuse me. That was the two months there. And then also Luke Harper had missed time due to injury. So they're going to add months on to him. So not only are they not letting them go, they're going to make sure they spent sit extra time uh, Look, on the bench there. That's
1: what we talked about the last time when we talked about the Harper thing. I, I just think at some point the WWE was going to have to step in and say whether it's right or wrong, we're going to have contracts and we're not just going to let everybody out for the sake of letting everybody out. Um... I, I get it. Somebody's gonna say, "Well, they've done it with other guys." That's true, and they did it with other guys, knowing that those other guys are probably gonna try to go do something. But uh, and then they then you have Ambrose, right? I mean, but, right?
2: And that's but and that's the thing. at the same time, you know. Okay, I, I I have no problem with them making him fill out a contract. Like I wish he could go because I like it. you know I want to see him perform and I want to see him perform at a top level. So it's a bummer that he has to. sit. But at the same time, he signed the contract. Make wait, you know, make him wait it out. The adding on when they're doing that very inconsistently here is a dick move.
1: I mean, of course it's a dick move. And
4: that's move. if we have all of the information that we have. Like, maybe Dean Ambrose's contract isn't written in a way where they can do that. I find that hard to believe, but I'm just opening right. the possibility yeah, no, no, no. Th-
1: It's certainly fair to say there's probably a different contract for Luke Harper than there is for Dean Ambrose. Yeah. I, we, I, we don't have
4: all the facts here. I mean, right. I believe Ambrose probably... And that's that's if, if we know that he re-signed after the shield right like if he's on his original deal it's probably similar if it was a re-signed like he's a star deal which I think it is it
1: could be much different. No, right? it's,
2: it's possible. But either way, they don't do this every time. They don't no. add on contracts or, you know, add on time every time. Oh, but
1: so. they've also never been in this position, right? Like of course. They're in a position where it's very clear why it is that there are wrestlers that want out. They're trying to usurp some power and the WWE doesn't want to give up any power. And this is why competition in any form is good for every business, because yes. the WWE has essentially been able to uh, you know, operate as a monopoly. They can try to do good things or the right things for certain people if they want to, but they don't have to because they know they're the only game in town. It's why I'm livid. There's only one internet provider in the cornfield that I live in, right? Because they know (laughs) they can do completely crappy things. And at some point I had to just say, I'm pulling the plug altogether and I will live off having, you know, uh, my phone be my internet or whatever. Because I just, you know, like I have no choice in these situations. The, a monopoly is not good for anyone except for the company that's the monopoly that's the only people that it's good for so it's good to have whatever level of competition for wrestlers to be able to go back and say you don't just get to do whatever you want to do because you say you're the WWE and you're Vince McMahon it's not going to work that way any longer that's a good thing for these people and it's a good thing for the industry as a whole but there are still contracts and there are still like there's legal language that exists and it's a, it's a really fine line. If you walk in and tell me that you want to go or that, you know, we all know you're going to go try to com- work for a company that's a- c- going to compete against me in whatever fashion it is, again, even if it's not direct competition, but for at least a percentage of the pie, I'm not inclined to try to do you any favors in that process, even if I'm not using you the way that I should be. It's a it's a tough road because if I do that, and again I said this the first time we had this conversation, then there's gonna be sixty other performers that are gonna think to themselves, maybe I should try to do the same thing. Maybe I should go about my business the exact same way. And all of a sudden, what the fuck was the point of me signing anyone to a contract to begin with?
0: So
4: Well, because they have the control. That's why. But
1: that's the point. Yeah, right? but, if, but if you just yeah. give up that control, if you just you know, Well, say, they can
4: it, selectively give up. It's and this is what I've been saying for months when we talk about this. They decide what they want to do when they want to do it. And I think that's all that matters to them. There is no precedent setting because they hold all the power. So, like, they can, someone could kick and scream and say, You did this for this other guy. And they can say, Tough shit. I mean, I can tell you for a fact
1: in the company I work for, that happens all the right, time. But Nobody is treated yeah. equally. That's, right. that's, that, where well, there's an amount of truth to that. There are, you know, everybody's going to have their own recourses, right? If right. you screw me, then why am I inclined to do any work for you? Like, if I just had, if you were going to sit back and pay me, and I can just do shitty work, and that's the way it is. And everybody knows my reality, and my prospective alternative employers know why it is that I'm doing certain things. Then I might just go do shitty work if you're going to hold me to this thing. If that's what this is all about, is you're forcing me to fill out this contract, well, then I'm going to do shitty work for you. And how does that help you? Like, what? How does it
4: help him? I mean, that's the thing. Then you develop your own reputation for being. Difficult and right, but what bad. I just said was that, but, but uh,
2: he's he's saying he's making it very clear, right. The only reason I'm doing shitty work is because my company is dicking right. me if, around. If
1: Luke here. Harper says to AEW, a prospective employer, look, you're gonna see me do shitty work, it's not because I'm a shitty worker, you know that, you know why it is that I'm doing shitty work. Well, then, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's certainly not something that you want to do, but you just might do it to say it's fucked what you're doing to me. It's well, plus no one will see it because they'll just
4: put him on house shows and dark matches and it it won't matter, you know, or
1: if that, I mean, they might not even give him that much,
4: right? They might, he he might not do anything. He might just sit at his house and collect a paycheck. What I think will be really interesting to see going forward. And I think Aaron might have touched on this a month or so ago, like who is going to eventually challenge this? Somebody will. Like somebody eventually is going to challenge this adding shit onto my contract thing. Um, and that's where I think maybe precedent could come into play, where they could, in, in a legal sense, they could point out, hey, they don't do Ty, this. To Ty every-
2: Dillinger didn't have to sit out. He was instantly given a release and not had his contract. Well,
4: closed. I think, no, I think le- less likely that, more likely. Dean Ambrose didn't have three months added to his contract. I mean, But Dillinger
2: is just as, you know, Dillinger had an injury, too. They could have tacked on and not given him his release.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: And again, the problem is we don't know what the contracts say. And that's the if it's if it is that black and white that everybody has the exact same contract and you're doing it, then, yeah, that would make it easier for somebody to fight it. But we just don't but, know if that's the case.
2: But of course, to fight it, you have to have time. And, and usually money. this is you, you have to have time and money. And usually, you know, if you just sit out, you're only waiting six to nine months anyways. Right. You may not get your, you know, the thing heard by then Anyways, So who's going to fight it?
4: All right. I, I just I, think as the as the weeks go, and months go on and we get closer to AEW being a more real reality, it'll be interesting to see if more of these contract situations come up and how they handle them. And if anyone, like, I guess, you know, let's just, just, we know a little bit more about Dolph Ziggler's situation, but like, let's assume that he's in the similar situation. Someone like that, if they did that to him, would be in a more of a position to fight it. Then maybe like a Luke Harper or yeah, a prob- Dash Wilder prob- type?
1: Probably the case. Um, again, we'll, we'll have to see.
4: I just think it'll be interesting just if anyone ever challenges right. this
1: All right. and to see what happens. All right, we got to wrap up for this final segment. Is there anything else that quickly within like 20 seconds we can knock out that we have to talk about? uh dean malenko is gone as an agent which i think could actually have some
2: effect but we'll see it, it's you know one of those behind the scenes things but he's been there a long long yeah. time and has been responsible for a lot of the great tag matches no doubt
4: I, I got a big one that could affect things for the rest of the year for sure and that's brock lesnar retiring from mma well we talked a little bit supposedly
1: about that. yeah we talked a little about that in segment number two obviously but um yeah all right, uh, let's get some plugs in real quick. Um, give me, uh, 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 Brandon, I'll start with you. Uh, at Brandon Linton on Twitter, what's coming up at Ramshead Live?
4: I'm going to keep plugging the wallflowers. Yep. August 23rd, Glenn and I will be there. If yes. you want to come hang out and have a couple of beers, that'll be a good time. Um, check out the rest of our schedule at RamsHeadLive.com.
1: And then Aaron. Uh,
2: I am on Twitter at the AOster. We are on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us at JobbingOutShow at gmail.com and that's all I'll plug for now.
1: All right, very good. At Glenn Clark Radio, Glen Thanks or no thanks to the guests that may or may not have joined us today for uh, Aaron Oster, for Brandon Linton, and for the main event. Ven 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 event, Ven 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out.